0: Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's Shopify.com slash special offer.
1: Good morning, everybody.
2: Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It is one year from the election tomorrow. Just keep that in mind.
3: I heard that this morning. No, no, too. it's messing with my brain because <laughs> oh, yeah. I already
2: know about the commercials. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo right around the corner. This is the morning sickness yeah and i i was uh, paying attention to that yesterday and there's all the ads are coming so we're a year out and this is usually when it starts the the day before the election uh a year out one year out tomorrow is when you start seeing it all and we're gonna get
4: crushed this year and we get yelled at for the spots yes, too
2: yes constant annoyance about it as swing state the yikes and who's bailed so far the republican uh, side it won't matter they're going to show up and disappear there's going to be new ones there's going to be old ones and we're going to hear from all of them so brace yourself the reason i bring this up is because i got an email from a guy who said uh you got to do something about these libtard ads you got going on your commerce or your dude you're listening on the on the stream you're listening online that's a separate group sometimes they they have their own advertising they sell we have no control over it. that's why sometimes the ads are in spanish a computer does it because they have like the way it works is like our, our podcast, our internet broadcast has different uh, a different host, so they can sell a couple of commercials on their own. And then they just and the computer's like, oh, Southwest Arizona, as long as
3: they fall under the uh, approved commercials of the
2: the uh, company, I, I, I suppose. I mean, like they're certain- in Spanish a couple of times, yeah, and then some of them are uh, like super. I forget what the one he was mad about. What it was like some liberal thing about i don't know planned parenthood or, i have no idea what it was but he was he lost his mind like you got to pull those off it's the only time i turn your show off i'm like I, not us but also get used to it and you can't turn down political advertising nope not at all get used to it that's all i'm saying and again i just we're prefacing it for all you folks uh, going out there don't blame the radio station it's not our views one way or the other whether we agree with it or not, sometimes it is our views, but it's not intentionally that anybody running for anything can say. I want some political ads, and they have to have them. So I knew
4: Toledo was in charge of oh, those commercials.
2: We're gonna start hearing it. It seems like it was just yesterday because it was that last year that the midterm bananas. You run those goddamn carry like you do this with Katie Hudson. Like we can't win. So just letting you know, we're a year out, and this is when it starts. I'm like, oh, the, well, at least
3: it's only a year. Right,
2: it I guess. Like it was seems like it's forever. Three though. years. Because <laughs> the midterms are a big deal now. So every two years we have to, every other year we're, ah. Yeah, I heard it this morning. I, I'm listening to this. I got this on the news last night where here they come. going to throw, that person's going to throw their hat in the ring. I'm like, great. That's going to piss off everybody listening to it. Some socialist is going to start screaming about stuff that makes everybody listening to this station mad. But yeah, we can't help it. So when you hear a Spanish out on that thing, that's just because a computer says you're from Phoenix. That's close to Mexico. Mexicans, hola! And then when the commercial runs off, you're like, I have no idea what this is. We don't. We don't choose them all. What on the on the radios? We this is us. Like everything that runs on the radio. We know about and the stuff online that you guys email me about all the time. Saying, what's that running for? That? Well, I don't even know what's on. there.
4: Now, Batman heard one in uh, German the other day. Yeah. Well, and, and
2: sometimes. <laughs> wow. Sometimes you're like, why? Why did that? But the com- it's a computer that chooses their spots. It's basically an AI thing that places a pile of advertising in a place that they're like, that makes sense. And sometimes spin it, the wheel, AI. Some, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> AI is like, whoops. But uh, most of the time, it's just like a Mexican thing, like Spanish. Anyway, well, it's coming. It's coming our way, folks. It's coming our way. (laughs) Cardinal fans, how about that Josh Dobbs? you got yourself a hell of a quarterback. Uh, Oops. (laughs) That dude was asking people in the huddle what they were going to do. He didn't know the plays. Like, what is that? He'd tell the the guys in the huddle, evidently, the play that just came in through his helmet, and they'd tell him what it was. And then he'd run it. It worked. Beautifully. And and they won. Jada Pinkett, awesome job yesterday for the Vikings. And here's the thing, Cardinal fans. Good. The last thing you want is a competitive quarterback right now. You're aiming for that number one pick. You're, you're going to be just fine. What you should be mad at is that the Houston Texans keep winning, because that's your other one. And you could have had uh, one and two, but they're mucking up the works there. That Josh Dobbs was amazing yesterday. Football was uh, kind of strangely... Great or terrible. It was one or the other. It wasn't really in in between yesterday. It was uh, either awesome games or terrible games. And I loved watching the Cowboys lose. That made me happy. Uh, Another happy Harbaugh weekend. So, again, I skip out of this one a little bit upset. I don't like when Harbaugh's are happy. And they're both very happy. Uh, And Toledo's team got crushed. Your team lost. The Bengals played well last night. It was an odd football weekend. One thing I am a little concerned about. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, and I saw this last night on the local news too. We're getting a like a pretty big push for flag football. Oh, like it's, tidal wave! It is a lot of flag football talk. So last night on Channel Three's news, they talked about I took a the championships. Yeah,
3: I've seen the high school five A, six A. Yeah, there's like
2: they crowned their first champion, and I'm like. Flag football's been around for ages, but now it's like it counts now high schools and Yeah, two Arizona schools made history on Saturday becoming the state's first flag football state champs, Mountain View girls playing in their home field, uh held off Mountain Ridge ten to seven in flag football. It should be ninety to seventy five. There's no defense in flag football. Ten to seven. Mountain Lions freshman quarterback Tara Metcalf threw a touchdown pass. Wow, uh, and then you know they went on. And, uh, earlier in the day, a uh, Camp Verde girls held off Canyon View, fourteen thirteen. It's going to be Tight. in. The, it's in the Olympics. They just announced yep. that flag football is going to be in the Olympics. All high school teams are getting this, um, and they're starting. You know, and and the, and the what I talked about last week, which is the uh, injury porn that the NFL loves so much. Last night's uh, Bills Bengals game. Very little to do with football. It was all about Demar Hamlin. Yeah. He was injured. He's not even playing. And how you know how he, he and the city of Cincinnati have bonded forever. And I think they shared all three meals oh that my day. Everything the dude did, and uh, and so they've 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 realized ratings. There was more games yesterday where guys with injuries that in the past used to be make him put your arms around the trainer's shoulders and limp him off the field were carted off and bring trucks. out the cart. They're they're rolling that ambulance out there a lot. They they've discovered good ratings with massive. Fear, and they're they're doing it like there was a ton of them this weekend. Where I'm just watching, I'm like that guy's fine. No, 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 unscrew the mask from his helmet. Why? Just it's good, and get a camera on it quick because we're so worried he might be devastatingly injured. But let's get a camera on that real fast. If you can give us a thumbs up, thumbs ups used to be designated only for dudes whose spines were ripped in half on the field, and the only, and that's what we were looking for. Can he ever move again? And he'd lift his little thumb or wiggle his toes, and he'd be like, oh, okay, good. That's a real injury. Now it's for a guy who bonks his head. Uh, So flag football tied to this, and and the NFL being so excited about flag football says two things to me. A, they're they're never going to acknowledge that 300-pound men going as fast as they're going is something you can't wear pads for. But what they will do is eventually, because they're talking about getting rid of low hits... All together, like no more injury. These guys are, their knees are, and then the high hits are already out. Roughing the passers becoming a thing. Fans are screaming. It's like gonna,
3: a strike zone in baseball now.
2: Oh, no, it's insane. You have to have this little, you have to hit them in the number. Maybe
3: they'll put them on the players'
2: uh, jerseys. It's a few years away before, but, but they're this push for flags and girls. Every chance they get to show the girl referee and how they belong, and you know, all. okay, fine, they belong, but can they keep up with a play if it's running past them? No, neither can those old men. But, you know, I'll give you the referees a little bit. There's a lot more of this whole, like, let's integrate the game, and now we're seeing it, like, come to fruition with flag football in the Olympics? That's crazy because we don't even have it on TV right now. It's not like a thing. So it's, we're getting something pushed on our throats here before we even realize it. And I have a feeling it's the future of football, is that that's the way we get girls in. That's the way we can get rid of this whole, someday a woman will play professional sports. Now we can have this uh, They'll do combo. it like, uh,
3: maybe they'll combo up, like you, you have to have a co-ed team, and you have to they have, have so to many. have to have a
2: couple girls on yep. the team, and they wear flags, because eventually we're going the flag route. But whether you like it or not, and I'm a huge football fan, and I'm like, I had uh, drinks with Dale Hellstray Saturday, and even he was like, "Man, it is going a different direction." He goes, "There's just no possible way you can keep up with the speed and the size that's outgrowing the pads and the protection and the safety." He said, and they don't want lawsuits anymore because we were, we weren't talking about flag football; we were talking about just like injury porn, which is a huge thing because college is even kind of doing it, and uh, they're starting in high schools where they're getting you. Like, isn't it better? Like, I didn't see this much coverage for the high school football playoffs this weekend, but I saw tons of clips of these girls playing flag football and getting a trophy on Saturday. Tons of it. And I'm like, oh, they're indoctrinating. We're being, we're being force-fed flag football right now as if, it's, as if it's something we want. We don't. And you can um, uh, go to one uh, high school, and if, you don't have, if your high school
3: doesn't have flag football, You can transfer out and actually play for another high school.
2: And go to, like, so you could go to Dodson and play at Mountain View. Yes. Okay. Because they don't have flag yet. But boy, they will, because the demand for a 10 7 girls flag football game, evidently newsworthy. (laughs) Flag football belongs in two places cul de sacs and streets. That's it. If you don't live in a cul de sac, you move it out to the street. Flag football has no, uh, maybe, Maybe little kids playing in the park, but start teaching them early how to take a hit. That's what I say. This is the single mom world coming to get us again. And again, single moms should do your jobs beautifully. That's the point. Without a dad in their lives, flag football becomes paramount. Hitting football becomes scary. A dad will let you know, you're fine. Football, you're going to be all right. Like I told that story, my dad flicking me in the black eye after my mom held me out of school for a day because I got hit in the face with a baseball. My dad flicked me in the eye and told me, "Your eyes bruised. Get out of bed. What's wrong with you? You can walk." I'm like, "Oh, without my dad, I'd probably still be in bed eating soup." I'm 51 years old. <laughs> my
1: eye still hurts, Mom. Oh, my little angel. Did you put Bob Barker on? No,
2: <laughs> Bob. You don't have a cold. Why are you? Why, what's with this stuffy nose? You get hit in the eye. But yeah, so I started to realize that I'd seen like 10 or 12, and that's no exaggeration. Pushes for flag football this weekend, and I'm like, something's going on.
3: I'm waiting for it to hit the app on
2: FanDuel. <laughs> flag betting football flag. In the Oli- If it becomes an Olympic sport, they're going to try to push it on you as a league, and it'll be co-ed, and that way they'll get around that whole girls can't play football thing once they start eliminating the dangers of it. <laughs> why Why they think we want this? I don't know. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's becoming kind of a... Uh, it's well, funny to hear when people talking
3: about the you know the Olympics and the approval. Uh, within a minute, everyone says, uh, "Tariq Hill, he's got to be on that team.
2: He's the fastest dude in the world, yeah, you know, and he can catch everything. Why wouldn't you?" That makes me think that the whole uh, Taylor Swift uh, Travis Kelsey thing is all choreographed. Girls are eyeballing the sport. You now. you love her? How do we get involved in this? And her and Brittany Mahomes are holding hands this weekend, and I'm like, why isn't Brittany Mahomes in Germany with her husband? She's with Taylor Swift in New York at Somewhere, dinner. Oh. Like, what the hell's going on? This is. Well, isn't... we knew they were going to be besties. Okay, but this is a forced friendship, and it's being forced on me. Everything seems so phony right now with the NFL. It's all like, we got an injury, get the ambulance. Why? He's just, he got his knee dinged up. I miss the olden days when a guy would, you know, spit his chiclets out on the on the field, and there's a little blood coming out of his ears. So you are like, yeah. They got popped. That used to be a video I used to try to buy every year, NFL's hardest hits. They don't even sell it anymore. They said that Heinz Ward probably won't make the Hall of Fame, even though he's got Hall of Fame numbers. Probably won't because the reel of hits that they would have to show for him because his expertise as a receiver was to blast dudes blocking. Illegal maybe in some cases today, but back then that's how you played the game. And that was only 10, 12 years ago. And now they're like, yeah. He's kind of not what we want to, you know, exhibit to a to a generation of people. Is that dude would get into the Hall of Fame for a game changing? Should because blocks. if everyone else before him's in there, game. Yeah, but they don't have to show the videos on TV. It's not, It wasn't televised. Like even Night Train Lane shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame anymore <laughs> because the dude was known for the clothesline. But you know, Heinz was known for for punishing blocks. That's why he would be in there as a team player. They're like, eh, his reel would be really tough to see. He's got some catches. We all know a couple of catches. But we don't want him going up there giving speeches about how the game's changed and the way I used to play and, and, you know, see a relatively young man saying that everything kind of stinks by comparison. But they say it all the time. Put flags on them. Was Heinz the one that cleated the uh, Bengals kicker, or was that the other? No, that, it, was, it kicked him in the face? Yeah. No, that was Antonio Brown. That's right. Because it's that idiot decided to drop to his knees <laughs> and try to tackle him, and he got kicked in the head. It was a, it was a great <laughs> kick, too. Oh, legendary. In Steeler lore, there's nothing better than Antonio Brown high
4: hurdling that kicker and cleating him in the head. Awesome stuff.
2: The no. NFL
4: just needs to change its letters to TMZ. Because that's, that's what it's turning <laughs> that's so into. so
2: True. That is so true but I just I've I guess my my uh, antenna went up this weekend with like what's with all the flag football talk? Used to be heads up play 60. We're going to teach kids how to hit. They now got, it's no, no they don't run those anymore. There's no more kids in uniforms.
3: They got that and then they got the Barbie outfits before they play.
2: Yeah. Trump
3: coming in the
2: locker room, hear the news? <laughs> right. They do. It's like look at them all dressed Oh man. They have red carpet walk-ins. Oh, that's how you're supposed to look when you come to a football game. It's nine in the morning. The guys in a suit, nobody wants to look like that on a Sunday at nine. Are we going to church? Yeah, it's all fashion shows and God, you've got to be, something ain't right. I'm the first to go. I'm gonna scream it out. I'm like, this flag football thing is I've been playing flag football for ages. It was the most fun in PE. When the coach had those bundles of reds and blues and you're like, Cool, we're gonna play some flag football today. Because you can't, you know, pad up. You didn't have time. You had forty five minutes, so they're like, All right, flag it up, we'll go out and screw around. Still inevitably there'd be blocks or somebody getting ripped, because that's what boys
4: want to do. You get the one dudes that actually tie their flags on so you You can't always
2: (laughs) looking for an angle.
4: (laughs) Always a hardball out there trying to (laughs)
2: You know, that's a tackle that. <laughs> yeah, now you gotta take him down and then inevitably what would happen yep, he's tying yep. his flags next time I'm putting you on your ass and I'm pulling them off and then of course the guy gets hit clean tackle and then you pull the flags off quit tying your effing flags we used to play with socks hanging out of our pockets and we got to be adults with socks hanging out of our pockets playing over at ASU in some sort of weird league that started and we didn't understand He didn't it. have
3: that before that it was just two hand shuck.
2: oh Oh, yeah, we're just smashing guys with t- above the waist, always above the waist. Because, she- But, yeah, the flag guarding and all that's mm-hmm. a fun game, but I don't want to see it on TV. I, we'd much rather, had we had the time, we would have put pads on and crushed each other. Uninsured 20-year-olds that were, <laughs> we didn't care. We were just, not anymore. All those commercials, all that stuff, chicks are playing football during the NFL. And I'm like, hey, does anybody else see this? And then the news comes on a very exciting flag football state, state champions of flag football. You're going to start giving scholarships for that. It was 10 to seven. You can accidentally score two touchdowns in flag football. That is not a defensive game. There's no defense. In fact, none. If you can't poke it into the end zone and flag football, (laughs) you're not very good at flag football. And then they showed the quarterback, the girl quarterback, and she just threw some lollipop up in the air. And I will say that they were in good shape, but I don't know. I don't like this at all. It's kind of becoming a girl sport. So congratulations to Mountain View for their latest state championship of this farce of a sport. Parade today. Do they get stuff for that? I don't know. I mean, it shouldn't count for anything. But it's coming. And the the Olympics have... <laughs> like if it opens up a scholarship opportunity. Well, you'll, you're happy. You've got a kid that you're going to get her into flag football. But it's nothing. It's like a fun little aside PE moment. It shouldn't be a... Parents shouldn't have to drive their kids to flag football practice.
1: They'll put them in football.
2: If your girls want to play football, get them in the pads and let girls play each other. No one will go. That's the problem. They've seen it with the WNBA. No one's going to go. So they know that they got to get them involved in the big boy show, and then it's just going to be the olympics This is going to be a track, track and field thing. We're just going to see fast guys and throwing it as far as you can. To Kirby th- told joke.
3: me uh, for the basketball this year, she goes one of the schools is off the schedule now because they didn't get enough girls to try out. I'm like, oh darn, two, <laughs> game, uh, two, two games off the schedule.
2: They'll fill it. I They'll fill doubt. it with something don't, worse, Brady. They're probably going to be like a. Chorus recital or something. Right, you're In still no, going. don't stop. Yeah, yeah, please. Less girls trying out. Yeah, it's weird. So just uh, putting it out there, just throwing it out there the way they did during my NFL day off because the Steelers played Thursday, so I got to watch a bunch of different stuff. Kind of noticed that 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 was constant, and then. Later in the day, noticed that the news was covering the state championship of it. "Hmm." And keep in mind, covering the state championship of girls' flag football that happened Saturday, again on Sunday. Isn't there a war or something for you guys to cover? (laughs) Shouldn't that take priority over two days of coverage of Mountain View uh, girls' flag football? No. It's an agenda. It's my Alex Jones moment of the day. Hang out there trying to get these girls playing football with us. And that's the fastest way to get them in the game without and people like me that said a girl will never play professional football because they'll separate her spine from her head on like the first weekend. If they're serious about letting them out, they're not some punter or kicker. And we've seen that catastrophe, too. They try to roll one of those chicks out there at Vanderbilt to throw a 28 yarder up and they act like she just you know shot herself to the moon without any propulsion. I think she kicked a field goal and not very well. Not kickoff that one girl had was hilarious. It went about eighteen yards. <laughs> and they're like, "We're gonna get them out there," and you gotta quit laughing at it. It's like, stop it. Get a get one out there that's good, not just one that's a girl. But all that changes if they take away tackling. You take away hitting, chicks can play this game. They'll still be too slow. The argument will still be, too, but you're ruining it. They're ruining it. Is what I'm saying. It's gonna go. So Cardinal fans, you had Josh Dobbs yesterday. You've been cheering for him up there in Minnesota. Five days with the job. Cardinal said you can't he can't
3: help but watch that game. You know what? That's good, good for him. To, uh, I was really happy your, for it him. Like,
2: like Josh Dobbs, it's good so for you. You were stuck in this hellhole of a franchise for eight weeks as the
4: stopgap. They trade you to a team that's got some talent. You show he balled out. Balled. balled out. We were at a bar watching, and there were Cardinals fans cheering on the Vikings just because of that. Because they got nothing to cheer yeah, for. You had Clayton exactly. Toon
2: threw it for 55 oh. yards yesterday, and poor Clayton Toon got thrown in there like, Hey, rookie, what do you got? And he's like, Hey, I don't want to be on the field with this group of nobodies. Give me a chance. I'm a late-round draft pick. Clayton Toon, no one heard of me in college. You want me to play against this defense with these players? No, thank you. <laughs> Kyler will be back next week, and they'll get him killed again. You got the number one pick. They wrap it up. It's happening. They can't even score 58 yards passing. It's like Clayton Tune, Looney Tune. What the hell were they thinking? Let's see what this kid's got. No, no, no. You got nobody on your offense. Hollywood Brown you think those two are going to suddenly become a connection? Now we want to tanking. What you're doing is tanking. You might as well put flags on the Cardinals and they'd still lose. Put girls on the Cardinal team right now. That's the way you can integrate women into the sport but boy that was awful hard to watch too but yeah i was just sitting there coming through all the games i'm like Meh. a lot of garbage out there but a lot of talk about flag football i don't like it especially when they show the kids out there all those commercials for the future are women little girls with flags on them I'm like
4: why is this a
2: thing why are you showing me that show me boys playing pop warner what happened to pop warner too violent. It is too violent. Moms are out there. Saying, My
1: little angel can't take those types of hits.
2: Hayden, and Caden can't do yeah. it. Hayden, Brayden, and Caden are not allowed to get hit. It's too spooky. It's scary. I want some of those inner city kids to come rolling up with like pots and pans taped to their heads. In the olden days, when that was their pads, and they go get their mom's pots, and stick them on their heads, and then duct tape them on. Act like they're playing football gear and banging into each other, going a million miles an hour. Yes, that Dequan over there seems faster than the rest of them. Let's uh, give him a scholarship to Alabama. Even though he's dropped out of the sixth grade. That's what I loved about football. Dumb jocks who had nothing else to live for that are willing to shave off 30 years of their lives by smashing their heads into other guys who are as dumb as they are. It was those smart kids like me who realized, I'm too small for this. I need to not play. And uh, that was when I stopped, you know, playing football when i was too little in high school I was like i can't do this these guys are getting huge and i'm not growing at all and guess what that was me being a chick recognizing that i shouldn't be out there but i never once protested that everybody else was too big and too fast and it's not fair that i didn't get a chance nope i was too small in high school and i had to skip it (laughs) otherwise i'd have been killed you know i got a brain i was smart enough to realize that some chick out there saying
1: I should be able to honor
2: Yeah, go ahead, get your spine separated. I, I'm a guy, and I knew I wasn't ready for it. Pinheads. Oh, the emergency
3: drama! Can to you get imagine into
2: the game? Oh, could you imagine? Well, you know what's going to happen. The first, I, I already know two things that are coming. So after each play, and we talked about it last week, a player will flip the ball to the referee. Now, I've watched this for three solid weeks now. When they flip it to the girl ref, it's like somebody threw hot lava on her. She's bouncing just, around. Uh, and, and they flip them pretty fast. And some of the guys will do a bobble because they they're like two feet away and they throw the ball to the nearest uh, zebra. <laughs> Kick it over to the footlocker employee as fast as you can get back to the huddle. The girls are like, ah! One of them's going to get hit in the face. Get a full Marsha Brady. Nose is going to be bleeding all Part over the place. Part of the place, deal.
1: And they're going to be like, ah! <laughs> Stop throwing it at us!
2: And it's going to be, if you don't hand the ball to the referee, it's a 15-yard penalty. Might
4: as well. There were enough flags
2: thrown yesterday right, that's in true, every true. game. But Ugh. just it's getting out of hand. Watch the girl. They can't catch it. Ball spotting. There's one girl that wears so much makeup. She was in the Super Bowl last year. She is decked out. She looks pretty good. And she can kind of catch them. She's decent. I think I know the one you're talking about. Uh, but now there's like one every... But they, when they pitch them the ball, they, they should light it on fire and scream, BOM And then just catch it. And their their hands bobble it around. They just protect their faces. And pretty soon, that, that rule's coming. Another thing that's going to happen is one of these girls is going to be in the way and get trucked by, you know, Buckner or you know, some giant Trent Williams is going to come rolling over and end her day on that field. Now, I know there are old men out there, too, that shouldn't, you know, that, but those guys are pretty they adept at moving They usually a chain around. gang. Yeah, the- they see... Like, the guys on the field, you know, some of them are in pretty good shape. They're not in football condition, but they could take a hit. They've got man bones. <laughs> Girls on the sidelines with their sports bras and uh, you're going to get trucked by Trent Williams and your little bird bone girl bones are going to shatter, and then we're going to have that truck go out for you. This is a tragedy. What were we thinking having these ladies standing out there? It's like having kids out on the field. You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't have a kid stand out on the field, would you? No. Why? Well, I'd, uh, if I did, I'd be next to him. Making sure they're not getting plowed. But, but let's just say a 10 year olds pretty adept at refereeing. You're yeah. not going to let him out there. Why? Too fragile. he get trucked and he'll end up broken. We know better. <laughs> Ladies, you got different sets of bones. You can't take hits like that from people. You can't have a dude the size of Broderick Jones come rolling over and you happen to be in the wrong place. The next thing you know, he's just blasting you.
1: We're only on the sidelines
2: for now you'll work your way onto the field with enough complaining enough ear beating they'll let you out there then the trucking happens then the ambulance happens and then the rules change not to get you off the, the guys can't run into you anymore. first things first though that football toss to the referee that's going away because i i was giggling real hard yesterday at that panthers game they had some girl and a guy just kind of underhands it over to her, and she's kind of half paying attention. Ball's coming right at her face. Swats it away like it was a, you know, like a, like a dragonfly was coming her direction. I
3: saw one where the guy, the running back, was right next to her and flips it down 10 yards to the <laughs> other. To, I'm going to this to
2: <laughs> You look like you guys saw a palm out of hand. <laughs> I'm not going to wreck your day. My nails. Yeah, it is. They're going to have to eventually. That rule will change in a year or so when they have more chicks out there. Uh, hand them the ball. Be a gentleman. But, yeah, the game's, the game's going through a thing right now, and I think we're being kind of slow-trained in the flags. Makes sense. They don't want any more of those head concussion lawsuits coming their way with their $800 million settlements. They like rolling in though, not handing it back. And having uh, lunch with Dale Hellistray, who was 16 years in the NFL, and then you watch that dude walk. And uh, occasionally lose you consciousness. Ache. Yeah, <laughs> occasionally lose consciousness while he's drinking his rhubarb margarita or whatever the hell he ordered, this purple thing. <laughs> so i just have, a, have a vodka so
1: And one of those
2: uh, shambord margis. I'm like, don't do that. We're men that are t- together. But don't shambord anything. They're delicious, Johnny. Uh, it's 6 Let's get ourselves a wake-up song, shall we? A good one to start this week off. Uh, as a, a new thing, we're doing too, and uh, you guys can help out. We'll tell you about that in just a little bit. Five eight five ninety eight hundred. That's the phone number. You tell us what you want to hear next. We'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. Ninety
0: eight KUPD.
2: Morning sickness. morning sickness. The 10th? Yeah, it's Friday, isn't it? you tap room. Our friends from Alliance right there uh, blowing it up and screaming and yelling, and we love them because they won Playdio last year, and they're back in it again this year, and we're just uh, oh, three short weeks away from starting that today. Good Lord Almighty. Is it 13th next week, 20th week? Yeah. Is it two or three? It's two or three weeks. Oh, my goodness. I fear. It's 96 degrees outside, so I don't know what time of year it actually is. But, oh, my. Oh, my. Pladia, right around the corner. Also right around the corner, and this is pretty cool. Normally, we do our uh, um, military thing. Uh, we do a, a Veterans Day. Uh, we ship out a bunch of stuff to people overseas, right? And uh, this year, without a lot of deployment, although it's starting to look like that's going to start happening again, Last year, we found that when all the stuff that was uh, for the troops overseas, uh, we'd pack up, you know, we'd do the big packing party and toothbrush and all that. We were sending them, and a lot of them were going to, like, San Diego. Because they're away from home, but they're over, like, they're by a Walmart. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of like, ah, should we do that again? So a new plan has happened this year, and you're going to love it. But we're still going to get the letters from the kids, Tang High on the Plex. Uh, That's going to be the good thing, and we'll pack those up with them. Uh, This is pretty cool, though, because we're doing a... um, they're, I didn't name this, but I like it. It's Holmberg Helps, uh, Operation Holiday Giving. We're benefiting the military assistance mission. Uh, Margie is part of that. She's awesome. She's uh, the, the super queen of the entire thing. Uh, the MAM uh, operation is incredible. Learner and Rose in on it with us, uh, Superstar Car Wash, Global Credit Union. We've teamed up with MAM, the military assistance mission, and we're going to help military parents provide gifts for their kids while they're away. This is even better. So if they're in San Diego or if they're in Okinawa or if they're in Hawaii or wherever they are, they're away from their families for the holidays a lot of the times. This helps military parents uh, get gifts for their kids this holiday season uh, when they're you know not necessarily going to get any. Gift donations are being accepted through Amazon Wishlist. It's easy. You just go to 98KUPD.com. You can text the word GIFT to 97936 and get an info link right there on your phone. Uh, military parents are going to pick out gifts for their children December 16th at the Arizona National Guard Allen Readiness Center. Is that what it's called? Sounds like it. I think so. I don't know. It seems like that might be a misprint. Uh, Anyway, uh, so we're going to do this for them. So you can check it out at 98kupd.com. Got all the info on there and basically helping out uh, this year to do uh, that. And I think that's going to happen in December. December 16th. It's the Friday we leave I think that's a Saturday, actually. It's the day we leave, and then the next day, got this big uh, shopping thing that's going to go on with everything that was provided so they can get that done because they just can't. They can't get the shopping done, and there's reasons. There's a billion different reasons, but these guys are, are serving us. Let's help them out, these uh, men and women that are trying to be uh, you know, our last guard, our protection in this mixed-up world, and we send them all over the place to fight other people's battles, too. And uh, all they want is a Christmas for the kid. That ain't so bad. So you can help out. 98 com. The Military Assistance Mission. Look into them, too, because Margie's running a hell of an operation there. That's pretty awesome stuff. Uh, or text the word GIFT, 97936. You're going to hear a lot about homework Helps for the next few weeks uh, as we try to do our part for those troops. <laughs> that we all stand up for at sporting events and say, hey, let's support those troops. And it's nice to stand up and applaud, but are we actually supporting them until we're supporting them? Let's do something. Put our money where our mouths are and drop off a couple here and there, for, uh, for the troops. I think that's a good thing. It's a great thing. So let's make that happen immediately. Also, uh, totally aside, I saw this the other day and I started laughing. How come it is that if a celebrity says something, it's not crazy, but if a normal person says it, they're putting them in a long coat? I saw this thing the other day where uh, Goldie Hawn, has decided to say that she's been touched by an alien in the past, and it was like the finger of God. And uh, suddenly people are taking it quite seriously. And I'm like, why is this a serious thought? Like, why is Goldie Hawn, she's not even a celebrity anymore. Her daughter's more of a celebrity, but she says that an E.T. touched her. And here's the story. In the early 70s, late 60s, she was outside with a bunch of friends. They don't really get into the details of it. She's uh, somewhere in the California desert, microdosing. Can't even. Yeah, they don't even bring up the part that it was the '60s and '70s. She was on laughing. She's on acid, uh, and she said and there was a lot of UFO sightings out in this desert. And then she said she'd been dancing outside in the desert. Acid. That's all you're doing. And she said uh, she decided to take a little nap in someone's car. Yeah, because she's coming down off the drugs. Uh, She said, I didn't get a lot of sleep, though, because there was this high-pitched sound in my ear. High, high frequency. And I looked out the window, and I saw two or three triangularly shaped heads. Acid! Han said the aliens she met were silver and had slashes for mouths and tiny little noses and no ears. Years later, she met an astrophysicist from the University of Illinois who studied alien encounters, and uh, it triggered more memories. You know, she's having a flashback, and she needed somebody to help her out. put the two and two together. Right. She said, the touch felt like the finger of God. She's been fingered by God before? How does she know? That's impressive. I think that's insulting to God. She's seen the painting. It was the most benevolent, loving feeling. This was power filled with light. She said, the creatures pointed her uh, at her car. (laughs) (laughs) As if she were a subject. And they're pointing, like, right, I'm going to put this over here. We're going to move that there. She said, I couldn't move. I was paralyzed. I didn't know if it was real or not real. It wasn't real, Goldie. You were on acid. It sounds like a Doors song. Exactly. Tell the part that was playing where in the you background. had tabs of acid under your tongue. She recounted a dream she had in London of seeing six lights coming up in little mountains across the valley and then drove to a place that resembled the valley. And that's where the dream. Revealed a heart-shaped crop circle. So now she's dreaming stuff, and suddenly that's like news. Goldie Hawn, the headline shouldn't say Goldie Hawn once fingered by God. It should have said Goldie Hawn, former drug addict, tells wild story. That's it. I don't want to know everything she said. We cut ourselves off from a lot of things. We're continuing to deny something that we have no proof over. There's a lot of things in this world we can't see, but I won't stop believing. We can never, ever lose our wonder. It's just no fun. She's still on acid. So she did this interview for this thing, and they're like, oh, Goldie Hawn said she was. Anybody else does that. They're shunned from society. Like if Brady started to talk about how aliens touched him, great for ratings. But if he got too serious about it, he wouldn't be on the show much longer. It would be done with Brady. It would be like, all right, he's lost his mind. <laughs> Unless you got proof. But if you said, hey, I was out
1: dancing in the desert with some friends, I went to take a nap in a car, I'm
2: like, let me stop you right there. I got three questions. Why were you out in the desert dancing? What were you on? You ever danced in the desert before? (laughs) No, I haven't. You know why? Because I'm usually not on acid. I don't take the mushrooms to the point where I got to drive out and write, you know, break on through. (laughs) So nobody brings that part up. The whole news story is like, what an amazing If It must be true. Goldie Hawn said it. It It's Private Benjamin. That was 40 years ago. She hadn't done anything. Say, Okay, Overboard was all right. Not great, but all right. My
3: first thought is she was molested by Rowan and Martin. That could be. And then, like, you know, she's out of her mind. Let's feel her up a little bit. Put the triangle helmets on and tell her
2: it's an alien. Goldie's high. What, What would we have done in college when the smoking hot blonde at work? Starts talking about some dippy stuff and then does some mushrooms and falls asleep in your car. I'm like, let's put some alien heads on and start touching her. We would have done the same thing. It was a different time. (laughs) Chicks got touched a lot back then by dudes dressed as aliens. It was the 60s (laughs) that happened. I'm sure Tripp has a few. When we were up there in New Hampshire, we used to dress up in tinfoil and try to finger broads who were too high to, you know, stop us. (laughs) It was the 60s. That's the way it worked. I saw Woodstock, that group of filthy hippies. Grabbing ass and touching each other like crazy. That's the way it is. Lewis took Betty on the (laughs) moonwalk
3: from Revenge of the
2: Nerds. That's exactly right. Darth Vader. And she couldn't tell the difference between Lewis and the football, the quarterback for the Adams Adams. (laughs) She couldn't tell the body difference by touch or feel. Like right now, if Brett got on me, in a Darth Vader outfit, I know it's not you. <laughs> I know immediately. I don't. I, the mask doesn't fool me. I'm certainly not letting you in. Me, like he seems different than my norm. But Lewis, and evidently Lewis was beastly too. So she felt a different piece of deal. The whole thing in Revenge of the Nerds is is that, and we all laughed. Ha ha ha! It's 1984. Ha ha ha! Ha rape. Ha, ha ha! And we moved on. Goldie Hawn's story is missing one element, and that's journalism, where the guy asking the questions was so afraid because it was Goldie Hawn to say, you are clearly tripping on something. Because she'll never talk to you again. Right, because you'll piss off Goldie Hawn. But if the dude who runs the building next to us comes over and goes, you know, I was touched by aliens once, I'm like, oh, this mother****** <laughs> right here is going to, he's nuts. You
3: notice who wasn't sitting next to her as she's telling the story? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Because
2: Star-Lord. He's heard that so <laughs> many
3: times. Star-Lord's like, dad is busy. You know what?
2: You got this one. Technically kind of was touched by an alien because he was in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah? And played an there alien. Yeah. And he touched her once. And But again, what's the first thing you got if your boss is like, I need to sit everybody down? I was dancing in the desert last night. And uh, I was like, we were like, wow, all right, this has gone crazy. And uh, aliens showed up with triangle heads and slit mouths and touched me. And I feel like I've been touched by God. Hiawaska? What were you on? Oh, uh, that's not important. It's wildly important. It's, in, it's the most important part of the story. What were you on? Didn't ask her. But this story's making the rounds like it's like, that's it. Goldie Hawn got touched by Because she's Goldie Hawn. Why, wouldn't they, why would not they waste their time? She's
4: America's sweetheart.
2: This guy says, I guarantee you she went through uh, an experience that I had. I had a handful of mushrooms a year ago before I got suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> My sneakers became cartoons, and they started laughing at me, and all the flowers be- became animated, and they were crying. Yeah. But you told me already why that happened. You did a handful of mushrooms. <laughs> Goldie Hawn omits that part from the story. Anytime you're dancing in the desert, you're inebriated. Nobody just goes, hey, want to sober up, and go roll out to Bartlett Lake and just dance by a cactus. and All your sober friends are like, absolutely not. I'll do it if we get cranked out of our brains and the stars become like, you know, quicksilver. I'll do that for the show. But I'm not dancing. I'm not dancing at a dance place unless I'm high. The only way to get me to dance, liquor, or, you know, you're roofing me somehow. I'm not, no man's dancing. That's where we differ, John. You love to dance. Well, you don't drink. But you're going to go if I don't go out dancing. and I already know well, you too often that if you had friends that are like, hey, let's go in the desert and dance. You're like,
1: "Nah, I'm the sober one. Yeah.
2: Your friend, your friends would do it because they drink and do drugs. Yeah, that's what it's it, what it's about. <laughs> this guy says I was dancing in the desert once and I decided to take a nap and I discovered Dwight Howard blowing me against my will. Oh, it's the worst <laughs> day of your life. And if of all the probings and things that go on with aliens, how come they didn't get Goldie Hahn, especially in 1970? Isn't that oh, a I'd probing in a way, though? No, she didn't get fingered. I threw oh. that at him. She said it felt like it, she was touched, and it felt oh. like the finger of God. And you know, how does she know? I would assume an alien doesn't have the juice that the creator of all things would have if he touched you. It was so beautiful and benevolent, like You were on acid Goldie. And again, if Dwight Howard, if I woke up with Dwight Howard uh, giving me a BJ against my will, which is the story of the NBA. My God. My story would be an alien. <laughs> if I'm you're, not telling anyone. I'd tell everybody. <laughs> Dwight Howard blew me against my will. <laughs> Nothing happened. Did you finish? Yeah. I guess it really wasn't against your will then, was it? It was sort of like a little bit against your will and then got great. All I can think of is how little I would look in Dwight Howard's hands and mouth. <laughs> he's like six ten, two fifty five, just chiseled. The, I, that would be why I couldn't do it with Dwight Howard, other than not being really interested. only two fingers. <laughs> That's it. His fingers are bigger than mine. <laughs> I'll take care of this. It's like he's got a toothpick in his teeth.
4: But you're so cute.
2: I like you. Hi, Dwight Howard. I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> I just want to give you a BJ against your will. Eh, I just can't imagine pulling that thing out. I'm looking at your hands right now, and I'm like, I am not the man for you. Dude better be huge. Anyway, so if you're an alien, the two things that you're saying is you'd, you'd probe Goldie Hawn. At Goldie Hawn. In the 70s, I would. In the 70s and 80s, yeah. even, when She started to climb around in a bird on a wire with Mel Gibson. Remember, yeah. she climbed that side of that building, and the wind blew, and she had a thong on underneath. And that thing was tight. Mel Gibson looked at it and went, oof, I love this Jew. And then he just kept climbing. He got along. Yeah, he got along just <laughs> fine. That's right. There is hope for the future. <laughs> You're probing Goldie Hawn back in the laughing days. Oh, yeah. And that's the whole reason those dudes drug her out into the desert in the first place. Your friends, ladies, your friends don't take into the desert with drugs and alcohol with good intentions.
1: Good night, Dick.
2: All <laughs> right. Good night, Goldie. <laughs> All right. And you can see Rowan and Martin in their tuxedos. All right, she's out. <laughs>
1: She's
2: out. Let's put her hats on and go over there and mess with her. I brought the tinfoil. Yeah, yeah, man, I got it, too. Wake up, Goldie. We're from another planet.
1: Oh, gosh.
2: So many colors. Ask questions. Don't be the Brady reporter who's just <laughs> enthralled that Goldie Hawn's Fascinating.
1: Talking. Wow. Really?
2: I, I'd have been the first one that said you were. How high were you? That makes this story go away in two seconds. But nope, there she was. CBS, a major news organization, talking to Goldie Hawn. Really? And we're supposed to trust you with information about everything else? It's drugs, and it sounds awesome. I'm the Lizard King. <laughs> damn you white folks are crazy i'm a mexican i've never even done blow i don't believe that either there's no way he knows not to do the merchandise well, that's deliver. that's right that's why has to go to work naked <laughs> can't put it in your pockets that way anyway just a strange all the way around a strange thing so if a celebrity says it oh yeah that happened but if you know Todd over here at the VFW starts mouthing off. It's like when it's time to put him in a jacket in the room with pads on it. Because what would you do if you went home and Matthias said that? What she said, she said that she said got she an, an alien showed yeah, up and serious? touched her and it
4: was amazing. <laughs> I'd, I'd get the long coat out of the, out of the it's closet. You're done.
3: He has one of the closets. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, of course he
2: does. He's got <laughs> he's got to bury a lot of people. but You're not. You're not doing that. If, even if Ronnie did it. If Ronnie was like, I was touched by,
1: I was in Sedona and I was touched by a cuckoo.
2: You would believe I, her? No,
3: I, you know, I think, well, I'm not, I'm just like, uh, oh, okay. That's a <laughs> great an, story. Like, what an interesting That's relation. a great story. That's. Uh, you wouldn't go, I'm, all right, Well, hold I'm on. glad
2: your weekend was great. You're just trying to, you wouldn't get into the depths of it with her? You just don't want to deal with it? Yeah. I would have a billion questions.
1: I was touched by aliens.
2: All right. So you're a drug addict. So you today. have a drug problem, right?
1: No, I was completely sober.
2: Dancing in the desert completely sober. What the hell's going on?
1: Me and friends. Becky and her uh, drove out to the desert.
2: Why? Why would you do that when you just dance in the backyard? If you're sober, what's the
1: difference? Well, we just want to get in touch with nature. You were
2: high. Nobody does that sober. You gotta have more questions, Brady. Well, me. no, it's
3: a, I, I go to a certain extent, then all of a sudden it gets a little far. Then I have a little questions. far.
2: The yeah, alien but, touching or wasn't look, too far. It's
3: no, I mean I'm thinking of stuff like uh, you know people that have uh, you've experienced that the um, uh, regression. Oh, past Yeah, but that's not aliens. No, but it's it's a that's nothing. Kind of a tapping into close. your subconscious a little bit. How are but, aliens? But how this? does your how you know? You're, it's amazing what the mind does. People
2: believe it. Sure, especially when you're I'm on hallucinogenic. What I'm
3: saying is, I'm not going to be the one on the spot right there. Telling them they're wrong about this. If an alien story, touched
2: her, and your wife came to you and said aliens touched me, I'd, be, I'd have no desert. problem
3: saying, "Wow, oh, that's wild." I don't know if I believe
2: that or not, but <laughs> no question. Straight yeah. to long Straight jacket. To yeah. to long <laughs> I'm time. with Brett. I'm, no I'm, I'm tying her up real quick. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, right. "All right, we got to get you to it. We're going to have an intervention. You're a drug addict. <laughs> yeah, no question. Like that have, particular one. Where's your proof? alien? Yeah, you're trying yeah, to bring I, up. I, a, I have some. Questions you get rec- for sure. Like if she came to you and said my uncle touched me, and I remembered it. Then you got to take it seriously. But if it's an alien, and she's serious about it, and she's but trying to sell it. But if it turned out
3: him, it was an alien and not her uncle, then you know where are we.
2: Well, where's your proof? I'm like, all oh, right, what are you you're making right. a pretty wild claim here? You-, you got, you better have something to back that up, other than the fact you were dancing in the desert. Yeah, that's not happening. Looney Tunes. I'm with Bert. Yeah, to, you know, put a coat on that broad immediately, and then call Cordell and Cordell and go, hey. What's the deal when they go nuts? Do, I, do they still get half? or like That's mine, right? She gets to go to a facility and I get to keep my junk.
3: There's a clay sculpture on your table. Oh.
2: <laughs> no, look. The first thing Closing Terry, Terry Gar should have yeah. left Richard Dreyfus nearly immediately when he started to make all the food Devil's Mountain. Like, all right, yeah. I've lost him. He's done. She got supportive when he dug a backhoe out all the dirt and put it in the basement and built a Devil's Mountain. Terry Gar needed to go real fast. I think Moosey Dryer was the son of that thing, too. He needed to go with. Get them all out.
1: She' Dryer.
2: <laughs> Get them all out. Anybody makes that claim, they better have proof. And that's me. Like, if I thought I was touched by aliens and I didn't have an ounce of proof other than me going, you don't you believe what happened to me. I know everybody's going to think I'm nuts because I'm, I'm a normal human being. I understand it. Like, wow, well, I've got no proof. Pretty sure I got touched by aliens. But uh, that's where it ended. That story's for me and me only. I pretty much stayed home. one's going to be in my heart and soul forever. Like, eh, what a gift. What a gift. Like when I was a little kid at Disneyland and Chippendale, uh, the one of the pedophiles inside the costume took a liking to me that was a little bit too much and wouldn't let me go. And I was kind of enveloped in the chip and dale outfit it was nice it was evidently one of the newer costumes and it was real fluffy chip and father dale chip- <laughs> ah, great one <laughs> if chip and father dale because it was one of them i didn't know which there's pictures of me and this this chipmunk is following me around all over disneyland <laughs> and like hugging on me and wouldn't let me go no words because the guy inside the suit couldn't say anything or it was some older Get woman fired. can't have babies she loved a little toe-headed boy from uh, from arizona grabbing hold of me, just hugs. Oh, they were nice. And I, and I, and I was kind of stupid. So I'm thinking, I think Chip and Dale are real, and they're into me, and I'm really enjoying the vibe I'm getting off this chipmunk. My dad had to be like, all right, that's enough. And Eeyore grabbed my sister's cans, which was still <laughs> the greatest family photo we've got. My sister developed early, fourth grade. Her nickname was Mother Jugs. So a few years later, she's got like a C cup. She's in like seventh or eighth grade. Got a good set. Jeez. We, yeah. We go over to, uh, trust me, my friends just come over to watch her and her friends by the pool. They didn't care about me. <laughs> and they weren't wrong. She brought over a gaggle of good ones.
3: Where's John? Down there watching San for the Sun. <laughs>
2: oh, I was watching reruns. <laughs> well, Mark, my best friend, told me, is me and Jeff Begley used to always go, let's go over to Holmberg's house and look at his sister. Because like, they would just stare at her boobs. She had big boobs. So we're at Disneyland family. There's Pooh and Eeyore. and like, yeah, let's get a picture of Pooh and Eeyore. Pooh gets on one side with my dad. Dan, Marcy, John, Sister Dan on the other side. Eeyore's on the uh, side where my sister and his paw. His hoof. Is up underneath her can and the, and that's lifting it. He oh. hoofed her. In the picture. And she'd been felt up so often by then she didn't even notice it anymore. Even when a donkey does it. <laughs> and half the neighborhood she was in getting felt up, there was a donkey. <laughs> So this thing's grabbing her boob and it's like up to her shoulder because he's crazy getting it all. He's Kids got to go through all that material. Lifting that thing up and dying laughing. Was she touched by aliens? No. She was touched by a pervert in an Eeyore costume. <laughs> Jorge in an Eeyore costume. Yeah, Jorge. <laughs> hey, it's great. <laughs> Eeyore. <laughs> That's a pretty good day, Pooh. And you know that he went over to Pooh afterwards and he goes, hey, Larry. I felt that chick up. It was nice. <laughs> Great job, Eeyore. All right, on to the next victim. <laughs> Touched by aliens. <laughs> Goldie Hawn's a drug addict. That's the sad thing, and nobody's bringing it up. She was on laughing. They had Timothy Leary as a guest once, the <laughs> tune-in, drop-in, drop-out guy. He was there for two weeks. He <laughs> never He never left. <laughs> <laughs> laughing was SNL before SNL and everybody was on drugs and everybody watching it was on drugs if you ever try to sit through that stupid show not one thing's funny just, just these wacky so random people popping out of flower heads yeah. screaming "Socket to me I have no idea what that was about but I know it was specific to a time of a bunch of drug addicts enjoying the counterculture which was everything's funny because we're high nothing about that show had humor Ruth Buzzy the original Sarah Joanne Jessica. Joanne Worley. From Lowell, Indiana. Sarah Jessica. They have signs up when you go to Lowell. Home of Joanne Worley. I'm like, yeah, it's a good get. That's you claim to fame. Strong. Right? Strong. Strong. Way to put your flag in that one. They should put me on their signs. Um, the, uh, uh, yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker and Ruth Buzzy have the same face. If you look, it's really kind of rough. Once you there realize, is a similarity. Oh, it's yeah, the same see, face. Yeah. It's not even a similarity. It's like, whoa, that's the same person. It's scary.
3: Put a hairnet on. Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah,
2: actually, Ruth Buzzy might be better looking. <laughs> She's said that as good a body. Sarah Jessica Parker lived on the boobs for a while until we all kind of looked up and went, huh! "Donkey witch, <laughs> Dee Snyder." <laughs> ah! What's, when did you <laughs> attach that to those boobs? It's been there the whole time. No kidding. Took me ten years to see it. But my uh, my old uh, bartender at Tony Roma's, Bill Osborne. the Jack Nicholas, uh, Gene Wilder guy. That Vegas movie the with Nicolas Cage and her in it.
3: Yeah. Honeymoon in Vegas. Oh, yeah, that's the yeah. one.
2: And I'm like, man, she's hot. What are you talking about, Johnny? I'm like, she's smoking hot. That's Ruth Buzzy with a great set of cans. Don't fool yourself into anything else. <laughs> and ever and since then, I'm like, oh, my God, he's right. <laughs> she's Ruth Buzzy. And now the more. No visually pleasing person in the relationship is Matthew Broderick. Either way, Goldie Hawn's a banana. And I think it's time we all said it. Drugs in the 60s, those people can't talk anymore. We're not not listening to them anymore. That's a generation that's long past. They were high as a kite. You thank them for their service and then they move on. Enough. (laughs) Laughing was not uh, as big a deal as you thought. And also, every hippie that's ever walked the earth technically admits they were wrong. Ben and Jerry are like the king of the hippies. And what did they become? Massive entrepreneurs into the system of business. Couldn't have been more like me, me, me than anybody else. All those hippies became uh, greedy, money-grubbing business people in the 80s. They were wrong. That whole you know freedom f- and living in the dirt, and uh-uh. they recognize that when they turned about twenty five, there's no way to live. It was ben, a fun time. They put suits on. Let's and get they to business. Raided Wall Street and, and just just destroyed everything. Ben and Jerry, Tommy Bahama. Tommy I mean, Baham- all, all those yeah. freaking hippies. Oh, the, the king of them. Multi
3: level marketing would have never been discovered. <laughs> miserable if <laughs> if Jimmy for
2: Buffett trying to be like just live billionaire Jimmy Buffett. Whatever. They became traitors. He looked for every... They were just a bunch of drug addict cheats. Hippies are the worst. The worst. You know how John Lennon would be hated today? If he was wandering around doing the things he did in the 70s. Everybody's a cool piece. love peace. He's sitting there naked with that ugly lady for oh. days. We would just burn the hotel down. We'd have hated him.
3: Give your money to this.
2: We'd have hated him.
3: Oh, we are
2: saying... Shut up, hippie. If, uh... If Yoko, if Haley Bieber and Justin Bieber sat in the bed and started, we would, we'd hate them. Like, stop it. (laughs) Hippies. Uh, I have a great story. Uh, Megan is uh, back in school. She's going to school for this thing. And uh, like a week, so she's in with a bunch of like young people, right? So she's the one in class that's old. You know, the ones that you've hated in college and you look around the room and you're like, Great. Grandma's gonna have a thousand questions at the end of class. (laughs) There's no doubt. Old people in school do it the right way, and young people just want to leave. I'll never forget those three-hour night classes I took at MCC, and the teachers didn't want to be there, so they hurried through the first hour and said, "You guys got thirty minutes of questions. We can get out of here early if you want, or I can go through this whole example." If you guys, everybody, whether you understood it or not, we're like, "We got it. We'll figure it out. We're good." Except for Tom. Whose hand would go up. Yeah, I got a few questions. I'd like to see the example, if you don't mind. All right. Is everybody in on this? Well, I really need it. I won't understand this otherwise. I'm... Another hour goes by the example. Tom's hand goes up. We were there the full three goddamn hours. We were almost out in 60 minutes. It's driving school. Uh, oh, it's Back driving day. school. Yep. It's the same. Old people with questions. So Megan is that in her class, right? So they're going through a couple of drills or whatever it is they're doing. And uh, their young girls are all around us. They're like 19 to 24, 25, whatever. And so she's in there and stuff. And uh, they're doing something with their hands. I don't know what the drill was, but it was, like, tiring. And, uh, you know, after a while, you keep your hands up in the air for a while. You start getting little tinglies and whatever. So uh, Megan's firing off a few things. Like, oh, my hands. Next day, she texts me and she says, uh, hey, like, school's canceled today. And we're just sitting through sensitivity training for, like, hours on end. And I'm like, no kidding. She goes, yeah. I'm like, I wonder what happened. So during the thing, people are like, look, the lady in front of the class gives a few examples of what bad things are and everything else. So uh, she's like, and you may feel comfortable saying some things, you know, in your own life, but you don't know who it affects. So you have to be careful with certain words. And they rattle off a few of the words. You can't, you know, obviously slurs and this and that. So then I get another text that said, oh, my God, this is about me. And I'm like, why? And she goes, because yesterday when my hands were falling asleep, all I kept saying was, oh, my hands gone full retard. (laughs) I got my hands all retarded. I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, one of those young girls that can't hear those words, one of the woke youth, told on you. And now you got to sit through sensitivity training because the old broad in class won't stop saying retard. So they sat there for four hours.
1: Because my hands are all retarded. (laughs)
2: And somebody's like, I have a child who might or may, may not be. I might be retarded. I don't know. That 19, 20-year-old girl told on her. And I'm like, did anybody else say anything? And she goes, no. She goes, the, uh, the other older lady in the class with her was talking to her because they're like, they, they're they, up. they, bond, they bonded because yeah. they're like, what is going on with this? Like, they're all, she said, all this class is, is like, the girls are on their phones the whole time. Like, nobody's paying attention. She goes, we're the only ones doing it. So she turned to her and she goes, I think that whole meeting was about me. For saying the word retard. And she goes, I was talking about my hand. Not like. And then she goes, yeah. She goes, I got in trouble too. She said, why? <laughs> she goes, I didn't realize it was offensive to go, ah, ching chang. <laughs> she said like ching chang to something. And she, some agent goes like, what's that supposed to mean? She wasn't even aiming it at one of them. She goes, yeah, they told me not to do that. Anyway, It's like a thing, ah, ching chang. Like instead of cussing, she says yeah. it. I gotta go to
4: this class this that sounds like I a fun said. class these old ladies are tatt- yeah. this, this generation of racists Man. is hilarious you'd last two classes I know good <laughs> yeah that's t- like Ugh. three days
2: she said my hand's retarded and got a tattletale and then four hours of sensitivity training in the first week De- delayed all school <laughs> that's how miserable your crap kids are they can't even hear a bad word I can't, they can't Although they read it all day long on their internet and stuff. But, they, oh, well. this lady is saying horrible things about my brother. It's like, well, nobody knows your brother is an R-word. It's not her fault. Her hand got goofy. It had retarded its progress. That's a word. That's a thing. Look it up. It retards your progress. It's still funny, too. I think it's To hilarious. say that I've got a hand that's gone full R-word. Mm. So, for like two hours, they had to get told. But she's like,
1: this is about me. Nobody else seems to be... They're all on their phones.
2: Like, is, it, is a teacher talking directly to you?
1: Yes. <laughs> to <It's> you, then.
2: <laughs> you can't say our word to people anymore. You just can't do it. You can't even spew it out, like, as your fingers... Ah, oh, I got a retarded hand.
1: Oh, my nephew has Down syndrome. I'm telling on you.
2: There's going to be a fight in that class. I hope so. Because that'd just be more... The stories would be better than just class stories. I want... Punches thrown. Great stuff. R word. Can't hear it. Meanwhile, the sensitivity training is all about, like, uh, terrible things that have happened. And if it's the words that you just can't hear, you have to cover your ears. Ah! Wouldn't sensitivity training be the most offensive thing you've ever been through? If it isn't about context, then it's about just the words. Evidently, the sensitivity training lady threw out the word fat uh slurs for jews mexicans all sorts of like this person said this once and called them that can't do that uh native americans don't like that indian it's not a thing it's like she's saying them you say them all the time sensitivity training lady you get away with murder up there telling us all these bad words we're not allowed to say we know which ones are the bad
4: ones where do i sign up for this class i know we gotta go to this
2: You can't say retard, because some people have one. Like, well, that's you, offensive right there. You might be working on one. <laughs>
3: right. right. And I if they're working on that, that, would you say that about your hands?
2: <laughs> would they, though? Well, that's a day I'd skip. Give you a facial? Nah, I'm skipping that. Laser treatment, please. Waxing? <laughs> <Back-sing. laughs> no, I'm not going to wax you. Go home, Claude
1: because I'm down syndrome.
2: No, that's because my hand's all retarded. I can't do anything.
1: Hey, you were warned.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But who tattles? you imagine having a sensitivity training thing after Brett and I in the hallways said oh, something? you are like, good Lord, this would never end. Terrible. We have weekends of sens- sensitivity
4: training. We have, we have to fly
2: away for those sometimes. <laughs> You know, you had to sit through sensitivity training meeting and you said your hands were retarded. You also said something about wishing cancer on another guy. <laughs> well, that's not, I could do that. That's not against, I really do want him to get cancer though. That's not, I'm not sensitive to that. Was he? That's why I want him to get cancer. He's too sensitive. <laughs> I hate that guy. And can't you still hate people? Can't that still be a thing? I hate that guy. I'm going to say bad things to that guy and not have it affect anyone else. That, that doesn't exist anymore. F-U-U-R word directed at one individual has nothing to do with anyone else. <laughs> what are you telling on me for? I hate that guy. I wasn't mad at you until now. Now you're an R-word too. Well, I'm surrounded by him. I never understood that when you get in the heat of battle. I mean, you don't like someone, and they start barking at you, and you bark back terrible words. Somebody else can be offended you go to HR because me and Lane downstairs are throwing barbs back at each other in some sort of argument. Oh, my God, he has such terrible language. Like, who are you? You weren't even in on it. I was mad at them. I, I broke out the full arsenal of bad words trying to make that person feel bad. None of this was directed at you. <laughs> like when Jonah Hill called that photographer that wouldn't get out of his way the homo F word. Because he was putting his hand and feet in his car. Of course I was on Jonah Hill's side. You use every word you've got to try to offend that person, that individual person. It's like a targeted laser strike of words at that guy. What's going to make him the most upset? What's going to make that person feel... We do it at Tactical Black in the de-escalation thing. Because the real world doesn't work the way uh, these pansy asses want it to. It's never going to turn into like this, Can't we all just say we're sorry? When we do the thing, when you recreate the bar, you go over to the guy and you start poking at him. You know, I bet you love dudes. You know, you try you, you crush their masculinity if they seem like they're one of those guys. You try to what are their soft spots? Try is, to hit a, a nerve, right? Yeah, you try to hit a nerve because that's what the world would do to you. And you have to understand those bad words are going to happen.
1: That old woman in my class had the R word about her hand. What does that have to do with you? I've got a brother with Downs.
2: You're the one who tied that in. You're the racist, or bigot, or whatever you'd be. (laughs) That school
3: doesn't want any one- and two-star ratings because they're all on their phones. (laughs) That's true. Like, if
2: that happens, we're doomed.
1: They tolerate a lot of downs bashing.
2: No, they don't. You do. You brought downs into it. She just said her hand went R-word. I told her from here on out, just say, God, my hand's such a commander. (laughs) It's a different R-word, but you'll get the message.
3: I can't even bag
2: groceries right now. <laughs> I couldn't put the bananas with the Tic Tacs right now. I am such an R word.
1: <laughs> Next.
2: But I died laughing. I'm like, you've been in school for three days. Already sensitive. Because uh, you, you live with Satan. That's why. You're too used to the bad words. You're too used to horrible things. Rubbing you're rubbing off. You're, you're spewing them out in public. You can't do that. You have to learn how to do it properly like I've done. You have to learn how to tap dance around all that stuff. Recognize the world does it. Everyone out there is doing it. You just have to kind of look around going, how do I do it? How do it? It's not. It's an art. It's an art form, what we've developed here. I had a guy at the uh, Night of the Singing Dead last week. Black guy came up to me, and he's like, dude, he goes, I absolutely love the show. And I'm like, thanks. And he goes, I'm so tired of the bull****, everybody being all sensitive and safe. And he goes, you and that racist and I'm like, wait a minute, which rating? one? He didn't. He didn't specify. <laughs> okay. He goes the racist stuff. He goes, I love. I'm like, it's not racist. It's bigoted. And I said, and it's for everybody. He goes, oh, that's what I love. And he goes, you crack on whitey as much as you do anything else. I'm like, because whitey deserves it. <laughs> There's no good race out there. I don't know why everybody wants to lump into a race. They're all bad. <laughs> if Downs was so great, there'd be appropriation. Nobody's pretending to be Downs unless they're trying to steal something. It's not a positive. But you can get through it. So, yeah, when my hand goes silly, I'm going to call it something that I don't want to be. When they're working on a cure for something, it basically means we're trying to fix it. Right? Yeah. That's the goal. So you can make fun of it. And the people who have kids who have, you know, special needs, usually are the ones that teach them, hey, it's all right. And they joke more than anybody else. We all fool ourselves into thinking it's some Pollyanna world. There's terrible words getting floated around like crazy. Can't wait to see
3: Megan's menu. Facials, sea waxing. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Are
1: you here to get your (laughs) wax? Or you just want some laser treatment on your
2: hooey? Uh, I don't understand the words you're using, and I don't know that I've got a (laughs) or a hooey.
1: Anyway.
4: Back to sensitivity training she goes.
1: I'm sorry. I didn't think Asian men had facial hair. Okay. Here we go. I don't know how to wax your face. It's too flat. Oh, I'm
2: leaving. You're horrible. Okay. What is butthole bleach? <laughs> the racist. Yeah, the cut to the chase. Anest- uh, what does they call it? That? Uh, uh, Esthetician. That's right. Anesthesiologist. That would have been a hell of a get. Esthetician. But it makes me laugh because people are so insanely sensitive that she just said her arm was goofy and they had four hours of sensitivity train. Loved every second of it. What a story.
4: It's good stuff. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right. Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Where is their news? Uh-oh.
1: Hey, can I throw in a song for that, um... Wake up song.
4: Absolutely.
1: Um. Let's get retarded by the Black Eyed Peas. Okay. Bye.
2: Good. That's her theme song. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right.
1: Let's get retarded.
2: How come nobody's mad at them? They redid it. I know. Yeah. Now it's getting started. Okay. For radio, it's still on their record. I have the original. So do I. They didn't ban it. <laughs> it's super available. And get it right now on Apple.
4: Anyway, sorry, go ahead, Brent. Action Ride Shop bringing you guys the wake-up song. It's wintertime. It's coming, and uh, Action Ride Shop is getting the new gear in right now. So if you need to replace last year's gear, you got to get up to date. they got you covered. Plus, we need them skis or boards uh, maintained, there's some the grinding and all that, and waxing and everything else, speaking of which, uh, Action Ride Shop is the ones that are going to take care of you. Plus, if you need to hit the trails, they got all the best bikes, Pivot, Kona, Santa Cruz. You name it, they got it. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. And this guy uh, says, uh,
2: I, uh, I hope uh, Megan learned her lesson going forward and from here on has to refer to her hand as special needs or on the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my hand's all on the spectrum and stuff. Would that piss people off? Didn't didn't drop the R-bomb. Oh, my hand's like a spectrum kid. I think that's okay. <laughs> I think so, too, because you can't really... Say, what side of the spectrum? Is it Asperger's? Is it just mild? People might not question it either. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I feel like I'm on the
3: spectrum right now. Everybody's
4: on the spectrum. Take that test. It's pretty vague. Uh, On the list, Scott Godsmack, Authorities Zero, uh, Deftones, Avenged Sevenfold, Blur, BLS, Fugitive, uh, Falling in Reverse, Velvet Revolver, Metallica, Megadeth, ACDC. But it looks like uh, Slipknot's replacing their drummer once again. They are? Yeah. What happened? Jay Weinberger uh, looks like he's out. No kidding. They yeah. give a reason why? They didn't as of yet. Just creative differences. They hate each other. Apparently. So I was thinking maybe we'll do that uh, Nero Forte. Okay. Yeah. Which was a great song. Great song. That's nuts. I wonder what that is. You always wonder. Creative differences usually means big fight. Wait. But he was a replacement, too. It's not like he was an OG, right. so. I don't know, what's well, going? The, one of their drummers died. Yeah. Jim. Well, he, he got, he got S-canned
2: before he died. Oh, he was fired oh, yeah, before. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Joey. Okay. That's right. Joey was, yeah, he got the, but was, he wasn't in Slipknot.
4: Or, no, Not in when Slipknot. he died,
2: no. He wasn't, well, he wasn't in Stone Sour. No. Who's the one that wasn't. went there and died? Uh, Stone Sour? Didn't somebody die from Stone Sour, uh-huh. too? Okay, I'm getting them all back. He's got Joey. too many members. Yeah. I get them all confused. Well, Paul Gray died, but that's he wasn't, right. he, wasn't, he, wasn't with, he wasn't with, he wasn't with Stone Sour, just Slipknot.
4: He was Slipknot. They've lost a couple. All right, there you go. That's right. So this dude took his place. He took he took Joey Jordanson's spot, the original drummer. Right. Yeah. And then okay. And now he's out. Yeah. That's Which is Max Weinberger's uh kid yeah, from I was uh, the say E Street be Band. Because yeah. Yeah. he was on Conan's show.
2: I even think Jay was on Conan's show when Max was on there a couple of times goofing around oh, like probably, my yeah. son's a good drummer. Well, there you go. Creative differences. I wonder if it has anything to do with the uh, Middle East. <laughs> politics. <laughs> Just saying. politics. Somewhere politics. in politics, the war, you can get into big fights right now. Yeah. You see those Palestinians climbing the White House walls? Can yeah. we have a protest without climbing walls now? I do have to blame Trump for that one. Everybody got all excited to climb and break into stuff, and then the Palestinians started to bust into stuff yesterday. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> have your peaceful protest without climbing a fence. <laughs> Fences are there for a reason. Now, I, I, nobody can talk about that either. Like That's gotten hated. I have to wonder if Politics is about. Well. You got too many dudes in one room. Politics is going to play a part. Creative differences are very rarely creative differences. No, it's usually you pissed on the wrong thing and said something about something I'm against. Democrat, Republican, Palestine, Israel, all the stuff, all the hot buttons of today. That's my guess. He pissed Corey off. I'm sure Corey got pissed off. Yeah. He said something stupid, and Corey's like, how could you do that? We have creative differences now." <laughs> Creative differences in Slipknot, you just listen to what Corey said. Right. Corey shows up, the band kind of does a thing, and you're like, all right, I'm the drummer. I'm the replacement drummer. That's kind of like the lead singer of the Stone Temple Pilots today having creative differences with the DeLeo brothers. You show up and you do what they tell you. Right. Ripper Owens. He can't show up with creativity. He's out. And now he's back. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but still, it's the little Asian guy, Arnell, for Journey. He can't go in there and start barking about how things are going to hey,
3: be. Hey, I've written a couple yeah. of songs. Don't want to hear
2: it. Separate ways. Hit it. Two, three, four. Oh, yeah, we're, not, up here. we're not. What's this about Manila? <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not interested the, in this. Manila lights. Nobody knows what that looks like. It's an envelope to us.
1: <laughs> My lights go down in Manila.
2: Nope, don't. Don't. <laughs> Stop it. It sounds familiar. See <laughs> the way we wrote
1: it. I have creative differences.
2: Well, then get out. You can't be that replacement dude and start barking about how things are going to be. No. We wrote this song to sound this way. You fill those parts. Sound like Steve or shut up. Or leave. Yeah. <laughs> Steve or leave. That's yeah. the rules.
1: You know, growing up as a little boy in the Philippines.
2: Nope. Get out. Nobody wants your stories either. No one's here for you. Arnell.
3: This song's about how my mother loved Tupperware.
2: (laughs) The reason you have the job is because in karaoke, we couldn't tell the difference between you and Perry. And we don't like Perry anymore. So you just sing the songs and get back in your little trailer. And we'll drag you around the country. But don't talk and don't tell stories about Manila. In fact, if you could tell stories that Steve Perry would have told, like lie, make up stories that Steve Perry might have had happen to him. None of those dudes. The lead singer of Alice in Chains? I don't want to hear about you. Go out there and do your best. Yeah. Sorry, William. Yeah. Hit me with some nutshell and mm-hmm. shut your mouth. And make it sound as close as you can. I'm not here for your artistic interpretation. That's called a local band. I'm not interested in those. Three weeks I will be. Uh, let's do it. It's Nero Forte, Slipknot. Although the Weinberger name carries some weight. It does. But Max.
4: He'll land somewhere.
2: Oh, yeah. Bruce Springsteen will probably pull him in. Yeah. Interesting. Hear the double bass on a lot of Bruce's stuff. <laughs> He's
4: uh, just like us, so yeah. You know, just blind. like you, I love a double bass. Two, three, four.
0: It's out of control now.
2: Yeah, you're going outside right now, thinking what? What day is it? It's like it's June. No. November 6th. That's why it's what? still 92 degrees. Doesn't make any sense. I rode my bike up to, uh, to see Dale Hellestray at Zips on 32nd Street in Shea. About a seven or eight mile ride. Not a big deal. Halfway through that thing, I'm swamped. <laughs> What's going on? It's November. Yeah. Just cooked. That's right. It'll cool off. I got my Christmas stuff up in front of the house already sweating outside, putting that together. Crazy. Not lighting it yet, though. You can't light your Christmas stuff till after Thanksgiving. Just getting it all together. We have one in the neighborhood that's already lit up. Same yeah. here. And you know who it is? It's the people who have... Um, you might have the same thing. Those uh, lights that they had installed permanently to their yeah. houses, th- those people can't wait to turn on Christmas because it's just such a waste of money otherwise, unless you're using that thing. Yeah, they spent three grand to have them put least, up there. So. And it looks cool. I've considered doing it. I've had... I've looked into that before, and I still might. Those little disc lights that go all the way through, and you have 3,000 different ways to do it. I'd be using it every day, I tell you that. Changing up the theme. I'd be that guy, like, all right, Columbus Day, what is that, red, green, and white? We're doing it. (laughs) I'd have Cinco de Mayo. I'd have any day. Valentine's Day. Oh, Valentine's, (laughs) Easter, all of it. I had lights permanently attached to my house, guaranteed. Today, Uh, you'd probably have it. National Nachos Day. <laughs> maybe oh. just yellow lights. I don't, maybe not.
1: <laughs>
2: What's the color for fat? Or constipation? Is there a national constipation color? Uh, it is, uh, holy cow, that's last week. It's time for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. I uh, Got a game tonight, too, football tonight. So uh, start your week off right at Hooters and catch that game. You can check out the football specials. They got them going on during the game. Got them going on all the time. $4 off 20 wings. Any variety. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, that's for a football game tonight. So we'll check you out at Hooters and you can tell them thank you for this Brady report. Brady reported. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. All right. Happy National Nachos Day. That's right. Best nachos in town. Go. Uh,
4: Copper Blues. I was going to that's good. probably those high those on my are list really as well. Good, yeah. those are,
2: when they get them right, it is about as good as they get. There's another place called
4: Rito's on 7th. Uh, seventh- Rito's. Seventh and Bethany home, thereabouts. Ooh, I'm careful. I thought we were going to go to sensitivity training. I thought you were going to do the retard one. You know what? <laughs> no, I said retos.
2: <laughs> Just when you oh, started saying it, I'm
4: like, here we go. There's our word nachos, <laughs>
2: although sometimes I think some were made by oh, yeah. people living with disabilities.
3: A couple of basis fun facts. If you, I think we've done this one before, but if you yelled at a cup of coffee for eight straight years, you'd produce enough energy to heat it up.
2: No breathing, though. You just have to have a sound on it for eight solid years. Yeah. So you could loop it. But you would have to hit...
3: those <sighs> X has come close to warming up a cup of coffee. Oh, my God,
2: yeah. <laughs> she did not need eight years. She did not need eight years for that. The whole pot. She did it in three.
5: <laughs> Quit blowing on it! It's not a dick! Thanks, it's boiling now.
1: <laughs> Let me eat it <laughs> up! No. Let me eat it up! I hope you get raped by Dwight Howard! <laughs> me too. <laughs> Oh, get, oh, get your ass over here, smart mouth! we still talk to her?
2: Oh, we have yeah. have to. Oh, well, yeah, kind of, I guess, weekly. as a kid. Yeah. Oh, weekly of chats? <laughs> Pretty much. How's she doing? I haven't talked to her in forever. She's I've good. heard her, but she hasn't talked to me. She's like I, Sometimes when the... She
5: still loves you. Oh,
2: I love her back. She always gets her point across.
5: Boy, howdy.
2: Was <laughs> 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 well, see, that way during the courting process... Was there a lot of screaming? No, actually, no. I love the no. screaming. The
5: screaming actually really didn't start until I moved in.
2: Yeah. Well, and at that point, your stuff's there. You might as well. When she commits to clothes. an argument,
5: John, she commits <laughs> yeah. to an argument.
2: Yeah. She
5: well, starts you saved, the
2: argument, so. You saved on heating costs Oof. because the house was hot a lot. I miss her. Just bring her around. I'll invite her. Yeah, have, come, come on down here, Don. Let's bring you on the air and defend yourself from this miserable bastard.
5: <laughs> Johnny Depp we had got, her on the air the one time. When? About my AC, remember?
2: Oh, when you were when hosing you were, off the AC. Cause she she
5: you said, you know, if he would... Because
1: the prick. wouldn't spend any money to fix it! If to would, You dumb bastard!
2: No, the quote
5: <laughs> was, if he would file the proper paperwork with... Oh, that's me. right.
2: Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah, you were in trouble for not doing it right. <laughs> I forgot about that. You're supposed to go down the line of like rules to get it fixed yeah. and you're just standing outside hosing it off
5: that were clearly spelled out <laughs> for me
2: <laughs> I miss her
3: Johnny Depp got divorced from his first wife Lori Ann Allison yes, in I 1985
2: she
5: pooped
4: too
3: which is one year before his second wife Amber Heard was born
2: everybody poops Richard <laughs> that's not a bad thing no. they always say that like you did something wrong because a young girl liked an old guy. Somehow or another, the old guy's a weirdo. What's wrong with her?
3: Uh, this this a little uh, follow-up from Halloween last week. This dude in Massachusetts named Michael Marotta. He handed out rotisserie chickens to trick-or-treaters that stopped by his home.
2: I've, if I'd have known about that, I'd have flown to it. <laughs>
3: He uh, full said ones? He offered kids full rotisserie chickens <laughs> or a full size candy bar. Give me that chicken. And out of the twenty trick or treaters who stopped by, only two took him up on the chickens. What?
4: He's trying to one up you, Brady. Full size candy bars. Man, and yeah, he's rip- giving out chickens that's to the
3: next
2: level. He's <laughs> like a Kenny Rogers roaster for Halloween. That's pretty great.
3: <laughs> he made it. He said it was a lifelong dream to hand out rotisserie chickens and
2: great.
5: Is he related to you?
2: Yeah. A lifelong dream? You know what this did? The Brady Should just I look- thought of the spit and the pig with an apple in its mouth. Oh, my shaving God. Shaving off chunks of ham for Halloween.
1: Hey, you little shaver. <laughs> what are you, Darth Vader? Mmm, here's some ham.
2: If you could feed the entire neighborhood a meal, you'd do it. For Halloween? Yeah, you would do it. Yeah. <laughs> so weird to want people at your house that much. It's disturbing. Set up the chow line. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you should have been a cafeteria lady. <laughs> you're built just like them, and, you might, and you're actually better looking. Just slopping your glop out onto a tray.
1: There you go, fella.
2: A food poll found
3: that uh, half of us would be annoyed if a friend snags something off our plate without at least asking. Half? Yeah, I thought it was a little low. It's about eighty stabbing. or ninety That's percent. Stabbing. Fries are the number one food we don't want to share. The top foods we don't want to share: are number one, fries; number all two, pizza; number three, ice cream. Ew, ice Spores cream or chocolate? Who's going spoon
2: over to my yeah. side on ice yeah. cream?
4: What kind of pig are you? Mm. Stabbing in the eye,
2: spitty yeah. muke No, yeah. get she your own.
5: See. Reaches over all the time. No. no, who does? Oh no,
2: oh. it's-
1: Lisa, saying, oh, they're, they're not sure if anybody's to That gets your hammered. No.
2: I don't want your... Uh, dairy causes that mucusy spit. I don't want that dipping back into mine. Plus, you've got your strawberry goo all over your spoon. Get it out of my deliciousness. Ice cream's right out. And when you say share pizza, you mean like I've got my own slice, and they reach over and try to take some? I guess so, oh, taking a, a bite from your piece. That's a face slap right there. I don't care who you are, That's five across the mouth. Kid, woman, man, I don't care who you are. You try to grab my slice of pie, you're getting us without asking? One of the first things that Kirby learned (laughs) in (laughs) in our relationship. Oh, you don't (laughs) breach the danger zone. Brady's got a, do you think that Iron Dome over Israel's impressive? (laughs) You should see this dude hover over his meal.
1: Give me that.
2: I never, like, I have to be asked, and even then I don't do it. But you don't reach over you're Italian, so it probably happened at your house a lot.
4: What? Reaching like over mom's
2: reaching over and dipping into your food? Mom and grandma. No, They're- no, not really.
4: No. That's I brilliant. mean, it was family style. Everything's in the middle of the table, but you don't once it's on your plate, that's God, I watch too much porn. That's the barrier. <laughs> I heard family style. I almost threw up.
2: <laughs> there were no dryers.
3: Funny was relentless. Was she a up. reacher? Yeah,
2: she'd she- always go off your like at a restaurant. It's just a given. Smack across the face. Mom, grandma, don't care. You ask. Who taught you manners? No one, evidently. Jeremiah Charles is 19 years old. He carjacked a Lyft
3: driver in Miami last month. Drove off in her Toyota Corolla. She says he started punching her from the back seat until she got out. Again, his name, Jeremiah Verdon Charles. And we know this because he ordered the Lyft under his own name. Not smart. Stole the car after booking a ride through the app. So the driver just gave the cops the info, and that's how they tracked him down. They arrested him at home, found the car parked a block away. Jeremiah denied everything. Claimed he hadn't even taken a lift that day. They had the records.
4: <laughs> community, uh, the community center security cam also got it on video. He's getting so hard to get away with stupid stuff. That's what this guy, I mean, he should have ordered at least an Uber black. Get a nice car. A Corolla, <laughs> really? What's going on a ledge for a Corolla? Some f- poor bastard worked hard to get a yeah. Corolla
2: and you're taking it from him? What wrong with him? He's right. He just started, way. That's what I always laugh when people like are worried about their kids getting into Ubers. You don't have, have to worry about Uber drivers. They'll completely go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need a picture to know that. <laughs> It's the Uber driver that should be afraid of your kid. If an Uber driver is going to kill your kid, it it isn't because you ordered it. Yeah. They're just murderers. They're just murderers. They're going to find the next person. Your kid's fine. The Uber driver needs to worry about who's in his car, not the other way around.
3: This janitor that worked at the Upper Deerfield Township in New Jersey, worked at the school district. He was in the... um, basically the the South Jersey school employee he's busted this guy uh was caught on video um, and he shared videos of himself performing sexual acts on oh oh, oh inanimate oh. objects oh God at the Elizabeth Moore school he contaminated food cafeteria utensils with saliva urine poo poured bleach into some uh Pickle jars.
2: Good lord, that's not just sex right with her. D bag of the year. No kidding. Sex acts with school cafeteria w- wiping object. his penis,
3: testicles, and anus with slices of bread.
5: Ah!
2: Uh, I don't. Spitting
3: trust on the bread, putting it back mascara. in the container.
2: That guy with mascara on,
3: masturbating and urinating on pillows and kitchen bowls. As
2: What are pillows doing in the kitchen?
3: Yeah, he's working his way around to the oh. teacher's lounge. <laughs> what are there pillows in the teacher's
2: lounge for? they Skyliner. Yeah, I know. The Guilty. You. If you've got a couch with pillows on it, you got a lazy gaggle of teachers. That hour off a day, you're supposed to be grading paper.
3: Maybe the nurse's quarters where they have a little lay down, you know, the kids can lay down.
2: <sighs> That's disgusting.
3: It is a uh, elementary school, so they might have pillows for when. The teacher time. reads a
2: story to the kids. Still never understood that. You're only there for half a day anyway. You get a nap, get to work. Those, do you think those Japanese kids are going to be uh, napping during school? They're <laughs> just passing you by, starting at 5. This guy just emailed him, said, I had to call myself this weekend. I splurged on an expensive dinner with friends. Uh, For one of their birthdays. And apparently, everybody thought the Cajun shrimp starter I ordered for myself was for the entire table. The dozen shrimp. (laughs) I got two of them. Oh.
1: That's criminal. That is
2: criminal. That is. He's your friends in jail.
3: When you uh, did the Jack Daniels thing in Kentucky, did you spend any time on the bourbon
2: trail or do any other thing? No recollection of that weekend. Outside of Charlize Theron and Third Eye Blind. And then the big special guest was the wallflowers. And I was bombed.
3: So in Kentucky, if you get a chance, you, you can experience the Bourbon Trail. South Carolina has a new one. Oh. The Mayonnaise Trail.
2: I think it's you just the talked home about Duke's that. If that guy was thinking. Mayonnaise. Nice. mayonnaise.
3: Mayonnaise.
2: Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise.
3: It, uh, it's in Greenville, uh, South Carolina. It includes 20 stops showcasing mayonnaise
4: in different ways. Gross. Imagine the pigs on that tour. Yeah, that might as well be a Klan tour. Yeah. Football, wheel, must havers. Oh. Whitest
2: tour of all time. Ever. No question about it. There's n- nary uh, an African American on that trail. Visit greenvillesouthcarolina.com.
3: It's Dot visit. Not a Visit <laughs> greenvillesc.com. No. To get your Mayo train. No, I
2: don't want okay. that. If that's the best you got, I'm avoiding SC. And My aunt room. is on the bourbon trail. She does uh, tours at one of the places in Kentucky. And I get emails from people who's like, I was on Kentucky. It's, evidently, they know. And she says, where are you from? And if they say Phoenix, she always asks if they listen to us. Huh. I've had a couple people email, your Aunt Ray was awesome. She's so fun. She does those bourbon tours. Cool. Whole family's lushes.
3: <laughs> I know you've been holding off on Crocs for a while, but this might, this might win you over forever four new possibilities for you nope you heard about the Shrek crocs a while ago but McDonald's is coming out with four croc styles the Grimace Crocs
2: Ronald the hamburglar and mayor Hamburger.
3: hamburglar um, you got the uh, fries and then you've got uh, what's her name birdie she's the
5: breakfast birdie it's the worst one I know. It's also the newest one, right? So well, it's is pretty new. terrible. Birdie with the a, early bird. Stick with a class
2: Does it come with a cyanide or a gun? Because you've quit like, you on life.
3: You get a gibbets that you put on there.
2: I don't know what that means, Brady.
3: Those are the little pop-up uh, things that you put in the hole, and it's like a pin. It's a flare for your Crocs. So you can you can put grimace on the top of your shoe.
2: And what you really need is a road flare for your ass, and you just go blow yourself <laughs> up. Because you've quit on life.
3: They're available now, John. 50 to 60 bucks.
2: You have got to be kidding me. That normal, like, these are for oh, I think, learning disabled.
3: I think yeah. uh, there's a croc world that's like the Nike thing. People collect the crocs. No,
2: there's not. Nike thing is normal. I'm not saying that there aren't people who collect crocs, but it's nothing like the Nike collection. One is valuable, and one is for absolute <laughs> dip. <laughs> That is horrible. Looking at these things, this is an immediate friend dismissal. You're not buying in? If you came in here in Crocs, you'd be fired. I'd find a reason. (laughs) I can't fire him for his shoes, but, man, I'm coming close. Especially if you had a grimace giblet or whatever Brady called it stuck (laughs) to it. You'd be producing the Izzy show down (laughs) the (laughs) hall. That's right. And you'd all be in your Crocs, (laughs) marching around every Saturday, screaming how much you love anal.
1: Whoa.
2: Well, that's what they do. (laughs) That's what they do every goddamn weekend. Close the road and march. Yeah, that's ridiculous. What are those called again? Jibbies? Gibbets. Gibbets. If you have those, you've completely dismissed yourself from society. Completely <laughs> and utterly. You are a you f***ing outcast. And you deserve it with your grimish shoes, you giant lump of milkshake.
1: <laughs> well, I think they're cute.
2: Well, that's the only thing in this room that thinks something's cute right now. Because I'm looking at you and... There isn't a rope long enough. In your rubber clogs. <laughs> you look like an idiot. If Ronnie came out, okay, I'm ready to go to dinner. And you looked down and saw Grimace on <laughs> I her I guess shoes. I know where we're Ad- going. No, you're still not taking her to dinner. McDonald's. Stop it. I understood your joke. <laughs> Stop it. You tell her to turn around and go back in. You're still letting her out of the house? You're not wearing that. That's right, Brady. There's the answer, B. Let me try them on. No. If there's, if that's divorce, again, Messiah comes He's in, in to to wearing grimace shoes. Yeah, oh. what? He'd wear them. I'd, I'd get see, her a long know, coat and throw right 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 out the door. The only thing stopping Brady from having Crocs in abundance <laughs> yes. is me. I'm waiting for the right one. Nope. No. You know, but you, you you're waiting until we're done with the show, and then your house is going to be made of Crocs. You had
5: them for a while, didn't you? You still no, have. Some I had Crocs. Crocs. He had, had flip-flops. Slides. Oh. But
2: I stopped him at Arizona Mills once from buying those they're cool my dad wears these your dad is a 79 year old man listen to what you just said ah they're comfortable they're camo Crocs. No, he was looking at the ones that look like swiss cheese and i shamed him he was gonna buy them right there on the spot at one of those weird come kiosks. on johnny no you weren't excited you were mad like you're an idiot you're not buying those you can't have them
1: those are cool i'm telling you a lot of people are into these
2: yeah a lot of losers there's a lot of losers in the world don't join it Let's get to some radio videos. Unless you're a nurse or a mentally challenged uh, patient of some sort. You have to be in a hospital either way to wear Crocs and have it matter.
3: First couple are some ladies stumbling. Or you're six. First one's a lady hitting the stairs.
2: All right. Someday. So she's on it. oh, it's a double staircase. Like a it makes a party, turn. It's a party, maybe. So she, Model yeah, show. what are they doing at a Christmas wedding? Must be from before. Oh, she's a little, low. oh, man, one step. She didn't even make one step, and down she went face first. Oh, my goodness. Grabbing the, oh, it's oh. just such a tragedy right off that Face top on the thing. tread. <laughs> it's because she's so front loaded. <laughs> I ain't buying that outfit. When oh, does she get like six babies in there? Good lord, that's a belly. Uh, Next
3: one's uh mom Brady
2: looked better as Marilyn Monroe last week in the natural lady. Uh, that dress was it's awesome.
3: ladies' day on the water slide. Okay. There's
1: uh, oh,
2: the it's slip, slip and slide. slip and slide in the grass. Oh, here comes Jumbo. Oh, she didn't even make it to the slip and slide. She just <laughs> what fell in the grass. <laughs> She jumboed her way right off of, she, like, she's how many steps? Right when she hit the turf. One, two, three, four, five, it. grass, down!
4: Oh. Yeah, Chumbo didn't know where the
2: hell she was going. <laughs> Jumbo's running towards that. Like, she, you know, she's probably naturally drawn to the water since so she's a whale. <laughs> I gotta get in there. Oh, my God. Once it turns from concrete to grass, she eats it. She's done. That's a good one. This is, uh... Ugh, oh, look at her on all Doing fours. the barrel
3: ride in a rodeo. Oh. <laughs> spins around. Oh, the horse falls down. Goes down. Oh, the horse falls down.
2: Snagged and Oh, she's stuck. And got pants <laughs> by the horse. How did that happen? The horse turns. First turn drops to its. Oh, falls caught down. tries to stand back up. Her pants are stuck in the saddle somehow. Off the stuck pole. on the horn. Her belt got cut on the horn. That had to hurt. Oh yeah. When somebody forcibly ripped forcibly those jeans, tearing yeah. her jeans off. Hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious
3: this is at some uh,
2: Dwight Howard did that to my up. jeans last weekend yeah. forcibly pulled them off and with an alien Gave me, a, yeah I was t- being touched by an alien at the time and Dwight Howard gave me a BJ against my will after ripping my pants off also against my will
3: it's terrible it's one of these mobile carnivals uh, or uh, what do you call it, acrobatic shows
2: Oh, I don't know what this is some guy's being suspended
4: above a parking lot not
2: anymore
1: oh!
4: oh man what what was the She's trick down. here this is like, like spending they're doing you know
3: trapeze stuff yes it's
2: sort of circus so lame yeah holy oh, cow I, they're just in a parking lot at a food city hovering hey, oh. above it and the one dude just falls off all right more yeah this is the uh bush.
3: This guy's trying to conduct the traffic, get the bus out of the way.
2: He's standing in front of no, us. He's, he's, a drunk. Drunk. He he's a little drunk. Is he lecturing him? He's not conducting anything. He's a drunk in front of a bus. <laughs> let, let us let handle this. Thing a drunk stood in front of a bus in a crap country.
5: You're not experienced
2: with drunk. No, you don't know. You think this guy's an authority figure. <laughs>
1: He's just got a little stability problem. There's no big deal.
2: So he's hanging on the bus driver's window now, and the bus starts to go a little bit. This is not going to end well. Out of the way, Steve Kine. Yeah, right. <laughs> Steve That's Kine good. doesn't know which side of the bus. <laughs> get oh, he's going under the bus.
1: He literally oh, ran under, under the
2: bus. Oh, my goodness. Oh, they ran right just dead center, right down the middle of that drunk.
5: At <laughs> least it filled that pothole. Is he gone? He's
2: I'm not moving. I don't see a lot of movement huh. there.
5: Between being drunk, hitting the pavement, That's and being true. run over, and
2: getting squished by a bus,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, second worst day ever. First worst day was the day I met that bitch. <laughs> She's on that bus leaving town. Ah, unbelievable! Trying to warm up my coffee. A woman's like a boat. The best, worst days of your life is when you buy a boat, and the other best is when you sell it. Just like a lady. <laughs>
5: So, John, let me get this straight. Butt plug, okay. Crocs, not okay. I'm Got
2: not it. making a lifestyle out of it. <laughs> Just saying. As a joke at a Joel Osteen thing, sure. Will I wear Crocs as a gag? Yeah, because they're gag gift items. They're not like walking around as a normal. If I had Grimace shoes on right now and people were like, take them seriously, you can't. I can't go into a You meeting. don't want anyone to know. Look, I sat- when you're wearing Grimace shows,
3: they're so, they're so laid back, uh, low yes, profile. You don't want anyone else.
2: Yeah. I had a meeting with the CEO of Setjet on Friday. If I'd have wandered in with Grimace shoes on, I'd be like, we're not doing business with this guy. He's crazy. He's our word.
5: I don't think this guy's priced him in a while, he says. But, John, Crocs are just Birkenstocks for the pores.
4: He's not wrong. Well, Robert <laughs> they're wrote They're expensive. Crocs are shoes on the spectrum. They're spectrum <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I'm with that you guy. You know? Yeah. If
2: you're if you ever went on a date and the girl was like she's fun and she's in grimace Crocs like you got a problem on your hands in a couple of years she's the one she's gonna explode
1: I've got no plans to be normal for a long time
2: All right Brett you got anything Sure All right let's have at it Had a couple of gems the last uh, couple of days you've done this that have lived with me <laughs> That double fisting thing Friday was We'll start with this one horrifying
4: Another guy on a bike No this is uh, <laughs> this one's called right turn Clyde Oh, there's going to be an orangutan involved.
2: Up oh, Here we go with a bunch of people on bikes and the country where all the cars Where's on the, the wrong action side.
5: happening on right the sidewalk? Bottom's
2: Filipinos, bottom right. There's a right turn happening. There's a car. Oh, oh no. Oh, he, just yeah, the yeah. just, oh, he just made a right turn and drove right oh, down oh, the sidewalk. Oh, oh, he's oh, running oh, everybody oh, over. The circle of death. Oh, he what won't do it again. <laughs> oh, he's do he's do just coming again. back around. Comes. Look oh, out. Why would you be on that sidewalk at all anymore? Why is anyone even walking over there? Wow. Jesus, two laps down a sidewalk. He's just mowing people. That's China because there's the flag. Yep. Wow, man, oh, man. Uh, you don't Vegas. hear that in the news. They always talk about how America has all this mass killing stuff because they don't report theirs. We're all too willing to tell the world we got problems.
4: There's a car misfunction. Whew. Well, Vegas has got the Bellagio Fountains, and we got this broad. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to know. Oh,
1: God. Oh, oh, projectile no. diarrhea. Oh, come on. Oh, she's a fondue fountain. What is oh, in her? No, no. Oh, it's just liquid you
2: hoo flying oh. out of some Asian lady's
1: butt. What is that? <laughs> ah,
2: man. How much comes out?
1: Oh, she's painting walls.
3: Oh, it, that one came tumbling, that, look look too. Look at the uh-oh. distance. It's all liquid look and then at,
2: a couple of boulders. There's guys with bass boats that try to get that... Is that a doctor's office? ...rooster tail going. Oh, my Lord. Oh. They put down pads like a foot from her. They underestimated her <laughs> abilities. Now oh, go ahead and release it. She can shoot. Look at that. The pads are what three and a half feet behind her. Like those are should, like puppy pads. <laughs> <know>? <laughs> that should do it. At first she's knocking the pad stiff, and then the oh god boulders. That, that big on lumpy it. one. Okay. Good Christ. Uh,
4: <laughs> this going on out there? And then this one. I, I come on! I, I don't even know what this is. Let's just. I don't do poopy.
2: <laughs> that is
4: horrific. Oh.
2: Oh, he's got a screwdriver in a geretra. Oh, <laughs> no,
1: no. oh, he's got a drill! Oh, he's got a drill and his urethra, and it's on. Oh, oh, and it he's twisting uh, it all up! Oh, oh my god. God. god! Look at his face! He could be anyone! What's with the underbite?
2: Go to chaotic. Well, he's sling blade, oh, right? No.
1: Oh. <laughs> he's pulling it out! Oh, it's a twist oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. What a world! What a world. <laughs> Oh, look at it Oh, Look
2: at it go! It's inside of his peepee and it's deep! It's all the way feathered! French <laughs> fried potatoes! Good. Sometimes I just like to take a drill and put it in my RE3. <laughs> 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 There's only a couple of things I like more than that French fried potatoes and that boy. Oh, God. Uh. I'd like
4: to give you my drill, boy. I aim for you to have my books and my pee drill. Mm-hmm. Ryobi's going to start using that for their new sales pitch.
2: <laughs> Black Friday <laughs> sale. The safest drill on the market. Watch this. <laughs> the Ryobi Sounder.
4: <laughs> I like to take
2: some of my power tools and shove them up inside my winger. Mm-hmm. See what I done with the Dremel last week. Yep. He's yep. a good boy. Like to get a drill in the U3. <laughs> <laughs> I killed him with the sling blade then I masturbated over him with my craftsman that dude
1: mm-hmm. good Monday morning everybody mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I didn't want to work here in your tool shop maybe live in the back room a little bit with all the rest of them drills what's your name? D. Walt oh. <laughs> I see that's my boy Milwaukee. I like snap-on tools. Huh? I like to put them inside my body and make them work. Sometimes in my butt. Sometimes in the little hole up front. Yep, that's my girl vagina up there. I like to take things in it. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. I'm going to throw up. The poopy one <laughs> got, got me on that, that dude.
4: What's out there, man. Wow. Uh, apparently, the oh. holes and crocs are there so your dignity can drain out while you're walking. The- That's exactly right. <laughs> so you're not trapping any, any body. So at least some of your body
2: can get free. There goes your soul. Oh. oh, 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 oh. <sighs> <sighs> so you can go to that other one was chaotic.com with a guy with a drill in him. Yeah. And then what's the one with the Asian lady? X-Rex? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> 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 Anywho, I'm gonna throw up all over the place. There goes your Brady report. It's not eight yikes. It's out of control
0: now. 98. <laughs> oh, <Holberg's> <laughs> <sickness. 98>. <laughs>
2: Away we go on this Monday. Um I just uh, I just got a I just died laughing actually inside because <laughs> Scott Haynes said, just watch the Japanese lady diarrhea thing. I found it. Worst eruption in Japanese history. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny on a whole bunch of levels. It's the worst thing I've seen in a while. We need to compile those for the end of the year, Brett. It's the end of the year. We're going to start thinking about that. and You need to your oh, top 10. Oh, no, I got to go back. You got to go back. Yes, stuff, you do. Bro. This is your thing. This is your contribution to society through media, Brett Fesley. Oh. And you have to go back, comb through, and give us the top ten. And we'll do it like, you know, end of the year. We'll do a whole podcast. Brett Fesley's top ten horrible videos of 2023. (laughs) Coming in at number ten. Japanese lady, in her own mouth. (laughs) man. At number nine, a power tool in a guy's urethra. Let's watch. Coming in at number seven, it starts like this. Dear Brett (laughs) Fesley, I've been in prison for eight years. I've been drinking my own jankum. I videotaped myself smuggling jankum into a mason jar through my butthole. The glass broke. And America, you picked it. (laughs) Here's the video. And America, you did it. (laughs) Through radio play, spins, and purchases. The number one horrible video on Brett Festley's top ten. I'd, I'd, I'd actually watch that, I think. I think that's something we can do.
4: I better start saving. So
2: <laughs> let's do a podcast. Let's do it. A- let's do it. We'll dress you up as Casey Kasem. I'm Brett Vesley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brett Vesley's top
2: forty, the top forty hits. We're gonna do forty of them. Screw it. We'll do all of them. Coming <laughs> yeah, in at number forty. A song you'll never hear again. With a bullet. Yeah. That is such a successful radio show that they rerun it. Yeah, it's amazing. Like American Top Forty is such and also a I, brilliant If I idea. come
3: across 1983, I, yeah, oh, okay, you start guessing. Yeah,
2: yeah. Little red Corvette from that tiny little Puerto Rican twink prince, <laughs> and here he is, dressed up like your grandma's curtains. Great stuff. Uh, and times have changed so much that we don't know what's right and what's wrong anymore. So Casey probably says horrible things every couple of weeks, and we can probably listen for it. Another thing that's changed, I don't know if you saw this, two weeks ago in The Simpsons, this is just brutal. The Simpsons have been over for a long time. They're just seeing how long they can run this thing and collect cash, and I don't blame them. If I was uh, Dan Castellaneta or any of the voices on there, Hank Azaria, Hank's got the best career of all of them probably, but they're all executive producers. They all get a cut of the sales. Uh, They're making a fortune per episode, and they've been doing it for 33 years now. The other night, Homer goes and meets a neighbor shakes hands with him, and he says, you've got a very firm handshake. And then Homer says, see, Marge, strangling the boy's paid off. And then he says, because it's over, I'm just kidding. I don't do that anymore. Times have changed. Homer is enlightened. No more strangling. So he hasn't been strangling Bart, which is the great classic gag of, why you little, when he grabs him by the neck constantly and then, And it's been funny from Jump. It's a bit. It's a cartoon bit, by the way. It's a gag. Uh, They're not real people. So, of course, after this enlightenment from Homer, uh, the X-World shows up. The Simpsons have finally retired their long-running gag of Homer strangling Bart. Took them long enough. Uh, Then it says, I just, uh, it says, I knew my man Homer was going to learn. He's smart. Uh, a third person wrote, Homer strangling Bart has always been a sticking point in my love for the Simpsons. I know it's a cartoon gag and not an affirmation of child abuse, but I'm glad they got rid of it. Good for you, Homer. You know, Homer's not real, right? <laughs> is it just, and this this guy says what I'm thinking. So is it just me or is the Simpsons stopping Homer from strangling Bart just a bit because it was a joke and now I feel like all this time Homer's actually been abusing Bart and had to change? If you really want to start looking at it. That's it. Yeah. Like they're basically admitting he was fairly abusive to our boy. He's also a wild alcoholic. Like if you really want to get into Homer in the in depth, if you want to get meta on The Simpsons, Homer's an alcoholic who who abuses his kids. That's not why we watch. We're not watching that for all the reality of it. It's a cartoon for it's a sake. goddamn cartoon. It's, uh, you know, the Apu thing had to go away for a while. And, all right, to a certain degree, I kind of like, all right, maybe that one's got to go, even though they rerun it. So how bad is it? But, yeah, I mean, it's like Tom and Jerry. You can't go, oh, my God, that's animal abuse. You just, you have to know better as a human being that you don't go to the Simpsons for like, oh, wow, they're. Popeye, violence. Oh, but Popeye didn't get shown anymore because of violence. And they don't show any of the Looney Tunes stuff anymore because of the racism. Tom and Jerry. Violence. Tom and Jerry is all violent. Mammy running around. Uh, You had uh, the Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner. Cartoons can be violent because they're not real, and we can express them in crazy ways. You know what's not banned? Brett's videos, and those are actually (laughs) happening. Where's the ex-Twitter world on that? But I am confused, too. Well, by by making Homer apologize for it is an admission of... Child, like, that, yeah, it was child abuse. We admit it. Instead of just being no cartoon dad, strangling cartoon. But by the way, they only have three fingers. That's not a real thing. Homer's died a thousand times, falling off of cliffs. And it's a cartoon. Like, what happened to us? Where did we go? Where where did we leave to make it so Homer not only had to stop doing it, but then apologize for it? By the way, if you go to the Empire State Building in New York, they have uh, the Simpsons on display there. In this picture, it might have just been temporary, but the big, giant life-size Simpsons on this platform, Homer strangling Bart, to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the show. Oh,
1: three, that's gone. Three
2: short years later, that's child abuse. I mean, does Bart need to talk to someone? Do we need to have a very special episode of The Simpsons where? Bart, but also, here's another thing: uh, all this abuse has stunted uh, Bart because since 1987, he's been in the fourth grade. Do we really want to get real with The Simpsons? Or can we just have some goddamn fun in this world and pull the sticks out of our asses? And if you don't like it, don't watch it. But I do like The Simpsons. I just don't like the child abuse. There's none. Erasing him would be abuse. Idiots. So, The Simpsons who are caving. They used to be on the cutting edge of everything. And now they're as bad as anybody else just getting in line with mono thought and like, uh-oh, don't want to get in trouble. But again... I understand why. They're protecting how long they can take $240,000 a week to the bank just for going,
0: Dope!
2: It's ridiculous. But there you go. And for those of you people who were offended by that, go f- yourselves. <laughs> I hope your dad hits you today. I hope your father grabs you by the neck. Why, you little?
1: Yeah, you here ruined here.
2: the sentence. Marge, it's not that big a deal. I strangled a boy. It used to be hilarious because Bart would do something horrible where in real life someone would probably die and then he'd strangle him for it.
3: Does that end the sale of the like stress dolls and stuff that you. That's a good point.
2: (laughs) If it's too childlike, yeah, you're beating it. You know what I really feel sorry for in my house? My heavy bag. Another thing I feel really sorry for, and this is because I like to beat on amputees. I have one of those uh, Joes. Have you seen those? It's an upper torso of a human male with no arms, just a head and body for body work and punching and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: You can kick it, too.
2: Oh, you can kick it, all right. Um, But doesn't that just mean I hate partially clothed amputees? (laughs) If we're getting upset about Bart, this poor bastard's been through hell, and he can't even defend himself. He's about as real as Bart. He is more real than Bart. I can touch him. Here's
3: my problem is I don't think they should call it a Joe.
2: What should they call it? Anything. Joe's it's are Joe's gonna name. get hit. Joe's oh. a real name. Yeah, especially a Joe with no arms and his shirt off. I'm gonna get that triggers me. I go nuts. <laughs> if I see a Joe with no arms, if that guy extends his foot so I could shake it when we meet. Hi, name's Joe. Lost my arms a while ago. I'm gonna take my shirt off real quick. Ah! And I'll just start pounding that guy. Especially if he's got good abs. Always wondered how Joe, the armless guy, had such great muscle tone. He is ripped. Or Bob, whatever they call it. Some of them are called Bob's, some are Joe's. Nothing better than putting a pair of gloves on, and you know why it it's designed the way it is is because so you f- so you know what it feels like to punch life like it's so real. Like when you hit him in the face, his head turns a little, and you feel like especially if you go bare knuckle on it, which I don't recommend, it, right into his nose. It kind of gives. I think he makes a face. I like imagine that he goes, Aww. but he can't defend himself. He's armless. Purely a drill. We've got to get rid of those because, you know, I abuse the living out of this thing. And, yeah, I see a guy walking around without arms with his shirt off in great shape. I'm like, we're going. That's a go. I hope you can hop fast because I'm coming at your ass. Of course, then mine doesn't have any legs. He's just tied to a big water box. (laughs) So, he does. you know, stability. Can't get away. It's basically I fight boxing Helena in my uh, gym at home. But yeah, it's an amazing just, sparring partner. So we're just going to eventually eliminate everything. Everything's going to eliminate itself. And soon, pats on the head will give us concussions or cripple us because we're so not used to any sort of force. That's coming. It's coming. It's right around the corner. All right, we got the Guadalupe replay. Sorry, I digress. The Simpsons used to be my favorite thing on the planet cutting edge it's jumped the shark oh jumped it 10 years in every simpsons fan knows exactly when it jumped the shark was when frank grimes was on the show and homer had to admit that his entire 10-year run at that point was farcical and stupid and that the fourth wall came down that homer was not a uh, self-aware and frank grimes came in and made himself aware and changed everything and then it just all lisa episodes for the last 20 years terrible occasionally they'll hit one out of the yard, but for the most part, the first 10 years were it, and then they kind of got safe and soft. And When Bart joined a boy band in 2001, f- you. He would have never done that back in the day. <laughs> he would have laughed at boy bands, but then he was in one. It was bad. Uh, it's 844. Frank Caliendo was with us on Friday, and uh, he was here for the Guadalupe Squares, which got wildly uh, chaotic, I guess. Yes. Yeah. But that's what happens when Frank's here. Uh, Frank is here promoting his shows that are over there at, uh, God, he's downtown. He's up at CB Live in uh, North Phoenix. He's all over the place. And all you got to do is check out uh, CBLive.com and StandUpLive.com and find out where Frankie is and when he's going to be here. He'll be back, I'm sure. But this is the Guadalupe replay from Friday with our great Frank Caliendo. It's out
0: of control now. you, Morning sickness. Morning sickness.
2: it is time for brady to solve all your problems and you got them i see them coming in i'm sifting through them it's an especially big batch late like we're heading into the holidays it's what would do uh, what would brady do busy season
3: start uh making plans for that table who's gonna be around that table
2: well the thanksgiving i got <laughs> a couple of those chart. already I'll start easy for you today. Uh, it's all brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pond and MMP Guns over there, 12th Street and Indian School. If you want to head over, grab yourself some lead, get a couple of weapons, get some stuff that goes with that, the things to carry it in. They got everything. The case that I have for that one, uh, that uh, AK they gave me is really cool. And here's uh, how I know it's great it got knocked off a table the other day. And I'm like, ooh, case hit the ground. I'm like, oh boy, this is bad news. Yeah, everything inside was fine. Very fine. Didn't even budge. So you get a case for your stuff. You get your things to be put in proper places. They've got it for you. Everything you've ever wanted. Scopes, sites. They'll help you with that. They'll build an AR-15 with you. You can't lose here. MMP guns right there inside Mo Money Pond. And Go to MoMoneyPawn.com. 12th Street and Indian School. Brady, are you ready? Ready. Start easy. Brady, uh, how much is too much porn consumption? Um, oh, signed Brian, by the way. So Brian. if you know a Brian out there who's missing work, <laughs> he
3: hasn't <didn't laughs> been here for three days. Um, I think when it starts cutting into your uh, financial means, good one, um, cutting and, and uh, absorbing so much time, if uh, you're if, actually, you know, it's like I guess when the video game first comes out and you're binging it.
2: Yeah. If you've ever had to cancel an event because you want to watch porn instead, which I can't Too imagine. much time. That's way too much. But otherwise, if you're just getting it done, most guys can get that stuff done like a shower. Yeah. No, no. You know? Hey, I don't know how much too much porn is, but if you're missing work, it's too much porn. Three wax and a cop. You know, <laughs> that's right. Missing. Even if you're doing three, five, three to five a day. you can. That's only literally if you're that good at it. It's 15 minutes out of your day. You should be able to peel that aside. And it's like going to the bathroom. But uh, And if you're watching it at work, that's the other thing. When I was in that, during uh, COVID, I decided to visit some of the uh, anonymous psi, uh, anonymousies. You know, like the porn anonymous or sex addicts. Uh, oh, yeah, the addicts, meeting. The, the yeah. addicts.
3: Yeah.
2: And I went on one of those Zoom meetings for the sex addicts. I'm like, I wonder if I got a problem with that, the porn thing. Nope. Uh, Dude lost his job because he couldn't stop at work, and then he'd get lost in it. So he kind of drifted off into a magic kingdom of porn when it was on. Didn't realize he was tugging it right there at his desk a few times. Lost his job. How do you not? Uh, That's how into it. That's the addiction part. That's when I was like, oh, that's what porn addiction is. It's not just watching it a lot. It's acting on it a lot. And dude tugged it at his cubicle. And dude next time was like, hey, (laughs) Kevin, stop it. Huh? And he came back to reality. Like, oh, no. And he got, he got told on. And uh, then he got fired and he didn't tell his wife. And 30 days later, she found out that he was faking going to work. And he just sit at a park bench and stuff and all day long and go home and act like it. But she's like, what's going on? She found out he got fired and found out why he got fired. And she left him. And so he was in the little square on the Zoom meeting like me. And I'm oh. like, I don't belong here. You're all freaks. And that was when they told me about Hi, the world of anonymous. On Zoom, my first piece of advice was, probably shouldn't have your whole name on you. Because it just said John Holmberg right underneath my face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here to observe.
3: Hello, friendos.
2: (laughs) One guy was like X. Another guy was 10. I got him James, but he just had his first name. Who knows if that was real? There's me. John Holmberg. Google me. (laughs) Yeah, if you're canceling anything or like, you're right. Financially, you're starting to see a hit. I don't know how that's possible. You're doing it at work. Well,
3: you're doing Um, – how that's possible is you're doing it so much that it's cutting into your –
2: You're sneaking away. Yeah. It's cutting into your wages
3: if you're hourly or you're –
2: Right. Think about it if it's uh, alcohol. If you run to a bathroom to drink, you got a problem. If you're doing the same thing to beat it, thank you, first of all, for being courteous to the rest of us. But if you have to go do that and you got to go watch some porn on your phone and tug.
3: Slow your roll, Robin yeah. hood.
2: It's not, about, it's not about time spent porning. Robin hood. Jeez, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's not about the time spent. It's about the uh, um, the time spent away from something you should be doing. If you get free time, tug away. Give your I horn agree.
1: a tog. Give your horn a tog.
2: That's Shorzy. That's all I'm hearing <laughs> with Jordan Peterson.
1: Give your horn a tog there, buddy.
2: Uh When I hear Jordan Peterson, I hear Shorzy from Letter Kenny. I hear Scott Thompson from Kids in the Hall.
1: That's right. That's what your mom said. Give your horn a tog there, buddy.
2: Uh, Hey, Brady. My wife and I have started talking about Christmas and what and who we're going to buy for. Well, for the past couple months, she's been really griping about our vacuum cleaner. She hates it. And I think we've had it for 10 plus years and it isn't very advanced. So my question is, can I buy my wife a vacuum for Christmas? I'm fully aware of the hidden message buy a wife a cleaning product uh it's really something she seems to want though can i do this for christmas or should i just get it as a replacement and not as a gift i think she'd really like it but i don't want this to be an ear beating for me for the next decade robert ooh,
3: you're asking the right guy my friend (laughs) that's a great gift for christmas for
2: the missus brady would definitely do that
3: um if you do it um i would have a backup
2: do not I mean, get like, her that as a gift.
3: I would say get it now. No. No, get oh, it. Oh, now. yeah, yeah,
2: today, but not yeah. for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You need a new vacuum. You because go get a new Because, one,
3: vacuum. you'll never hear the end of it. You uh, shouldn't. From her either. Friends and, yeah. You
2: shouldn't. Yeah. It's not a gift. Now go out and buy it and give it to her like it's a gift. Out of the blue, but it has nothing to. Do. You can't wait for maybe some. Maybe Santa's going to get you the gift that keeps
4: on sucking. Yeah, that's. A, I hate to see you struggling around the house with that old piece of crap vacuum cleaner. I, I'm doing this out of the goodness of my heart. I love you. Now go suck
2: something. <laughs> yeah, go get her one. Today. But at the
3: same time, you know, I don't know if he's at that point. But like, like if I get that vacuum now, Christmas funds are going
2: to be tight. I don't know. If you're that broke, about. yeah. Uh, cancel Christmas. If a vacuum busts your entire Christmas budget, yeah. you shouldn't be thinking about presents anyway. You should be thinking about saving. That's your present.
1: <laughs> Can't afford anything but this vacuum for the next two months. Get getting that bathroom and give your horn a tog.
2: Black Friday
3: sales are going on right now, man.
2: That's right. Immediately, go get her a vacuum and then just say, hey, I got, the, I got a new vacuum because our old one's bad. If you're financially strapped, where a vacuum means... <sighs> Cancelled cuts Christmas. into the Christmas kids fund. Kids get nothing. Uh, you're pretty much Charlie and the Chocolate Factory's family.
1: <laughs> I spent two hundred dollars on that vacuum.
2: Christmas is cancelled, kids. Your mother, y- your house probably isn't clean. If you're if you're down to your last vacuum dollar, your house is already dirty because you're not buying Swiffers and you're not getting the no. counter cleaners. If your vacuum busts, you. What's the one that you uh, third house?
3: You stole from the restaurant that you're uh, working at. The
2: abyssal?
3: No, no, it has no electric. To the abyssal. Yeah. Oh, oh the that's
2: little, what they are. Is there a term for Pick them. up the Cheerios, after the bissell. stupid kids are there. the Oh, there is another word. You're right. Uh, it's some kind of a. We some type a of vi- vac. Oh, yeah. It has no. It's just a roller. Yeah. It's, it's like the. It should have little balls that pop up when you roll it because it does as much, too. Yeah, it was those things were the worst, and we had a, waitresses used to yell that at us.
1: Get the pistol. Yeah, go get him.
2: <laughs> get her one of those if you're broke. Your house is filthy, I can tell. If if you're Brady's scenario, <laughs> <laughs> you, you get her for Christmas. Give her some tattered rags to go along with your inability to support a family. Get another job for Christmas. That's what you should do, for Christ's sake. Brady, you made me mad at this guy for not being ambitious. (laughs) I don't even know if it's real. What was the question? How much is too much porn? Oh, yeah. It was the vacuum one. Uh, How about this one? Dear Brady, this one you're going to love. My four brothers want to do a brother's weekend. We're going to head to a Chargers game in L.A. We're going to golf for three days in the area, hit the beach, Universal Studios, whatever we want to do. And we all agreed it's going to be awesome. We have a fifth brother. Oh, it also says, uh, the headline is, for Christmas, we're going to dot, dot, dot. We also have a fifth brother. He's 43. He's never had a job. He lives with our mom in the same bedroom he grew up in. He's got a college education mom paid for. But for some reason, he just doesn't leave the house, and mom's cool with it. My mom wants him to be part of the trip. He's a nice guy. He's funny. We like him. But we don't want our mom to throw the $5,000 it's going to cost us to go. We're getting an awesome house in Calabasas. It's 5500 bucks for the week. That's just the kickoff. Uh, how can we get through this entire activity, not take him without pissing my mom off? She's going to try to pay. She cried when I told her he can't go unless he pays with his own money. And she said, well, we both know he doesn't have that. And I said, so he can't go. Well, he's lost his mind. Thanksgiving, disaster. Uh, he's not coming to Thanksgiving and we can't come there. The world's gone uh, sideways on him. He's a victim of society. And then he brings up the Trump thing because he's a libtard. Help fix
4: this. Ah.
2: <laughs> Glenn T. <laughs> man. <laughs> 43? Still living with mom and doesn't have a job?
3: He's just going to have to sit out on this trip. And hopefully, you know, he can uh, say, maybe he'll make, make, if we do it again.
2: But that's what they're saying. The he's, you were sitting this trip out and he's lost his mind. He's going to wreck the holidays. You need
4: to beat up your no. mom's going to be pissed off at you for I, not I, bringing I believe them. he's right.
3: going to, he would wreck the holidays regardless. You think? If that's, well, if they're saying that now, if they're going over there Thanksgiving, and if he's that much of, you know, they're, one or two other siblings are going to bring up the fact that you're still living at home. You that's need to work his That's always going to come out. You need to work his ass Right, and you're going to have one brother or
2: two brothers or all that will be doing that. But I'm talking before the trip. Here's the reason you're – don't involve mom. You're not going because you're not spending mom's money. Even if mom gave you the money, you're not coming with us. Yeah. And you brother him. Need Act like brothers, for God's sake. Well, how beat about his this? ass. You beat his ass. You knock him around a little bit. Go, I can't believe you still live at home. Go Get off mom's payroll. If Get if out of the uh, house. And get a job. You have a college education. You're still at home and you haven't had a job. Get out. What if you would
3: do uh, this? I mean, of course, you know what the – deal was like if you really want to go on this trip the four of us will pull in or pull together why and you're gonna we're gonna loan you that money and you're gonna oh, pay you pay never back. You see it back. again yeah, and then, mom's, and the then you know time. what's gonna
2: happen mom's gonna pay you back yeah no not gonna happen. prove it prove mom didn't hand him the cash mom's enabling this nightmare he's not going you know yeah, i know pull but, the, but you never give people like that, that money because he's right. You, a, you don't see it again. B, when you start asking for it, because you guys are all lucky and rich and blah. I don't have those kind of breaks. You, you ain't going. You shunned yeah. him. He's shunned
3: himself. Absolutely. To me, I don't. Uh, you know, it's an easy fix that he's just not going. You're a grown man, and no, you, you know, can't afford it. You we can't have go. our family time, but
2: we're not picking up unless you make that money, right? And we're also not dumbing down the trip because you're broke. That the four of us went out. And everybody wanted to go to, you know, Castle Hot Springs, and it's $3,000 a night. And Brett's like, I don't have that money. Brett can't go. Right. I wouldn't expect to go. Right. I would want you to go. Yeah. But if you're like, I need you to give me money or I hate you, like, you're a dick then. If you don't have it, I'm sorry. We decided to plan a really super expensive vacation. It's a little douchey of us to have everybody involved in that. But we know you can't make it.
3: You priced him out. That happened. I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't happened before that. It but regardless, has. maybe this is the first time they got together and let's do this trip.
2: It probably He's out. It's the only way you learn. He can't do it. And yeah. it has nothing to do with your mom. Your mom can hand him five grand tomorrow. He's still not invited. Yeah. And if he doesn't want to go to the Thanksgiving. I want to be your brother. That sounds awesome. Except for the Charger game. Unless they are playing the Steelers. Yeah, Bernie Sanders. What the hell? Exactly. What's <laughs> the socialist brother yeah. thing? Adopt me. I'm fun. I'll pay my way. This sounds great. Three days of golfing, dicking around at Universal Studios, hit the beach, roll over to a Charger game. I want to see SoFi. This sounds incredible. We factored
3: it in before, like uh, family outings where, not because that person's in this scenario living at home with mom. There's a couple of things that we were doing that, okay, that maybe my brother or something, you know, being a teacher, that might be a little... He's the broke
2: dick. You got to be careful inviting yeah. him to stuff he and can't And if afford. we're doing
3: something that we're all going to include... We'll we'll make it happen. But with a dude, we'll pay more. The three, you know, the two sure. other families will pay a little bit more, so everyone because he out.
2: can kick in. That's fine. If it's an entire yeah. family thing, we're all doing this. But, but these guys are like yeah, having he a fun kicks weekend. Whatever he can kick in. This dude can't kick in a dollar. So you got to dumb it down to like a trip to Food City for him. Otherwise, he's got to borrow from your poor mom. Years ago,
3: uh, at our old station. Um, the original boss, when he sold, he wanted me to go on this motorcycle trip, and it was funny. It was that amount; it was basically five thousand dollars. I didn't have that money. He says, "All right, I'll float you, but you pay me back."
2: I ain't doing that either. I don't want to get. Did into you pay him situation. back? Oh of course, yeah. he's well, pretty, pretty he's good about yeah, that, but, but I still wouldn't do it.
3: And uh, most you know And wrong. I never, and I didn't miss <laughs> a trip. We went, we went to five more trips after that because yeah. that's the most I've ever spent on a trip at the time. Right? Yeah, it was so worth it.
2: But the funny thing, it's like going to Vegas with somebody, and they look at you and go, how much do you spend? And I'm like, I don't know, a couple thousand bucks. Well, I don't have that. Okay, okay. Give it to me so I can gamble what you gamble.
3: Yeah. No. Or when you, if you pop a jackpot.
2: Right, and then they want to split. Yeah, my mom does. Hey, Hey, uh, you know. Where's my cut? You know but that, yeah, no. So it's weird, because in Vegas, it's like, well, why don't you give me money so I can gamble what you gamble? I was like, no. It's the same thing as going to San Diego or yeah. L.A. or whatever else. Oh, here's another one, Brady. You're going to like this. Yeah, your brother's a deadbeat, and it's kind of on you guys not to knock him around a little bit. At least verbally. Let him know he's a loser. Because he seems to think this is normal. Give him a smack. And he's turned libtard on you. (laughs) I deserve what you've got. Have him do one of those libtard letters that uh, they always write to their successful brothers or sisters. Your life has always been so easy. I've always had it rough. Uh, dear Brady, my sister is marrying a guy who I'm convinced is related to us. <laughs> he's from the same city as my dad. He knows all my dad's friends. We've never interacted with his family before, but it's a small town. Uh, turns out my dad knows his sister real well. We talked about it, and he goes, there's family ties. I'm absolutely sure he's close to us. Too close to marry. that's for sure. So much so that I want a DNA test, or I'm not going to this wedding. Call it an overreaction, but am I wrong? He looks just like us. What would Brady do, Joey?
3: <laughs> I've seen them um, do some sneaky DNA te- you know, in order to get some of that DNA on a sure. swab or something.
2: Sneak a DNA swab. You yeah, and then send us some uh, of his hair or something.
3: Ancestry 23 me,
2: And your DNA get would match too if it's your sister, so you can do yeah. yours.
4: How about this? Why care? What are you married? What, what? I, guess I married. mean, you know, it's not your wedding.
2: Yeah, but your nieces and nephews are going to be all pathetic. Hey, that's it on is, that. If they want to
4: uh, take sensitivity training
2: now, like, after that. That's true. That's a good point. The R word thing comes yeah. up again. Here's the problem, though. Let me ask you this. If I said, hey, I think you and Matthias are related and I'm not going to your wedding unless you uh, prove it to me that you're not, would you even hesitate? No. All right, then don't come up. No, I'm just saying, like, you wanted me there. Like, I'm your best man. And okay. You're like, this is really bugging me. I'm like, we're best friends forever and whatever. And you're kind of like, that bothers me. I wouldn't hesitate to go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or it seems like I'm a little worried that we might be
3: related. What do you need to know? You want to know my family background? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not related, uh, but I'll, I can... I'll take the test. Yeah.
2: If family members came to me and said, I think you might be related to to her and we'd like to prove that you aren't before. I think I'd be like you know what I, I think I want to prove that too but haven't there been some cases where people did not know that oh yeah plenty remember the uh, the mother and the son in England that was a big yeah. famous one she gave them up for adoption and then 30 years later they're working together and they hit it off they're only 17 years apart and, and, it, starts it, didn't, her, and
3: it didn't stop them and then right? After found they found out and they stayed together yep <laughs> So that's why you and the what do you do
4: at that point? It's like 17 years later, you find out, you're like, well, I've been hitting it for 17 years. I mean, yeah, at that you know, point, it's over. I'm like, well, it's kind of that
2: step porn thing. You can't stop a moving train. Yeah, you can. <laughs> They're called brakes. <laughs> you can absolutely stop a moving train. Or we'll have trains whipping around all the time. It's not Snowpiercer. <laughs> train stop. That's the dumbest sentence in the world. You can't stop a moving train. You sure as hell can. It's called brakes. Hit them slowly slow it yeah, okay, yeah it might take a little time but it stops eventually that's why they call it train stops they have them yeah i don't uh i find that to be horrifying <laughs> and yeah i would have no hesitation if if you know at one point megan's dad's like i think you might be part of the family would you mind I'm like, god no i hope you're wrong and but person- i want to know for myself if the rest of the family thinks i'm related to the girl i'm like well okay maybe there is something
3: what if you're the only guy in the family wait a minute guys aren't you seeing this yeah yeah,
2: yeah. the rest of them are like no he's
3: the greatest guy <laughs> out we love brother b because
2: it's he's it's the same he's one uh, of us i would not hesitate to take a dna test if people thought i was related to a girl that i was gonna marry that wouldn't scare me away at all i'd be like you guys might be right what if what First if they're right
3: all, who's thinking that yeah me-
2: second what if they're right like i grew up my dad grew up in a town with Johnsons and Holmbergs. That's it. There were like 800 people in this thing, and you were either a Johnson or a Holmberg. There was a smattering of a few. uh, Odd ones. Pretty sure everybody was related. You didn't really go after the Johnsons too hard, although they did it. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot of that. It's it's the Appalachians, man. They were (laughs) in the woods up there. Uh, you, You didn't. Allegheny hillbillies banged each other. He stayed away from so it. I had to populate it. those woods. So if, in fact, I started to date a girl, and we got serious about it, and I'm like, Dad, you're not going to believe it. She's from Mount Jewett, Pennsylvania. No kidding. Yeah, she knows all of them. Olaf, other Olaf, third Olaf, Alvar, all of them. Loki. <laughs> he knows all of the Swedes up there. Like, no kidding. Get a DNA test. I'm like, really? Yeah, everybody up there is related, to dummies. Don't bring this into the party. I would. I wouldn't hesitate anyone in my family thinks I'm related to somebody I'm about to stick it in, I'm going to get the test is happening. The fact that they're balking at it makes me nervous that they know. What if I told you that? Like, I think, I'm. you know, pretty sure you guys have ties. would be like, no, watch this. It would be easy to dismiss this.
4: Would this be your wedding song? <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. You come to bride. She looks pretty.
4: Oh, she's
2: my sister. Came. Exactly. I, I'm not going to that wedding. You even hint about it. I think that's... Isn't that why we used to take blood tests before weddings? Yeah. To make uh, sure you weren't related? Now, no. they, now they don't care. No, they don't care. You just go. Get some papers. We're good here. I thought the blood test was to make sure this was an okay thing to do. You're not too close. You're not going to bring up a bunch of R's. You had three R's and you didn't do the test. Related. Anyway, good luck with you. you lose. Friends.
1: Friends. Mom and dad were too close.
2: <laughs> I told you get that test. And what happens if you're like, ah, you're, then don't go to the wedding. God damn it. You have your first kid and it's like flopping around like a fish out of water. I'm like, great. He was right. Back in the day, you had a
3: <laughs> super strong farmhand.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Hand end up with a George and Lenny. It's like a Steinbeck novel fell out of yeah. her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Killing puppies and knocking hookers around. You never know. But wouldn't that be embarrassing if you're the guy who said, I knew you were related, and that R-word baby comes out. Told you. You guys should have listened to me. We don't need that right now. Yeah, just saying. I told you so. I'm from just saying. That little thing right there, that puddle of piss and gross, he's the reason I didn't go to your wedding. I knew it.
3: <laughs> I knew
2: it. You better have yourself you know, a little Neil deGrasse Tyson that comes out. <laughs> Genius, super smart, totally un Because if you even have a bit of a cross eyed baby, he's going to look at you and go, I told you. I wouldn't go to that wedding.
3: You find out that guy's like, I know it's true. (laughs)
2: Because I'm (laughs) married to my sister. And he's fine with it. (laughs) Yuck. If somebody's too close, don't do it. Anyway, well, there you go, you loons. That's how Brady fixed it all. It's brought to you by Mo Money Pond, MMP Guns, 12th Street in Indian School, and he did it right.
0: He's out of control now. IDX. K-U-P-T. morning sickness. Morning sickness.
2: IDX. i I'm just reading the thing Rich just gave me. This isn't real, is it? The new speaker of the house and his son have a deal to be each other's...
5: Yep, apparently there's an app. That
2: porn accountability partners?
5: Yep, they, they're, they each have an app, and the app sends the other... An update each week
2: on what the other guy's been detailing doing.
5: Detailing if they've if they've uh, been watching any porn.
2: There's an accountability software called Covenant Eyes. It scans the activity on your phone, your devices, your laptop, sends it to your accountability partner.
5: Guess where they got the software? His kid was
2: seventeen.
5: Yeah. Guess where they got the software? I have no At idea. At a Promise Keepers meeting. Oh,
2: god. He and I get a report about. Amen all... to that. How yeah, about this? Is... He and I get a report. His seventeen-year-old son get a report. On our phones. Once a week, anything objectionable comes up. Your accountability partner gets an immediate notice. And I'm proud to tell you, my son's got a clean slate. He jerks off old school. <laughs> the God, son, man. He's beating off with his brain like, like God intended. You know the kid's got much. a burner phone. That's what it is. Does the son yeah, does.
1: get
3: to yeah, uh, check back on dad? Keep him accountable yeah, exactly. as well? Exactly. Yeah,
5: exactly, yeah. I think he does, right? Yeah, I that's know. what he's saying. Okay. Yeah. He's saying his son checks up on him and he checks up on his son.
2: Nice. Wow. <laughs> a US congressman allowing a third-party tech company to scan all of his electronic devices daily and then uploading reports to his son about what he's watching or not watching. Who else wants this?
4: <laughs>
2: you want him in charge of us? Uh, he was elected speaker of the house in October. He's a anti-abortion devout far-right Christian nationalist, been associated with anti-LGBT or whatever blah
5: blah. Yeah. Big deal, but just <laughs> the one thing he's doing is is way out there.
2: That you're sharing jerk time with the boy, and Homer Simpson can't strangle Bart anymore.
5: Yeah, the way I see that is, hey Dad, (laughs) check this one out.
2: (laughs) Right, that's not one objectionable thing came through. (laughs) In fact, a couple of great things came through the other day. You should see what he has. He introduced me to Delphine Films. My God, (laughs) but a half an hour on Blonde MILF Sky Blue Cheats on Husband was uh, great. Not objectionable at all. I loved every second of it. That's creepy. Let this, this meeting come to order. And speaking of coming to order, my son did something yesterday. What in the world? If my dad ever said, hey, look, we need to be jerk-off accountable. What are you talking about? Yeah, I need you to keep an eye on me, and I'm going to keep an eye on you. And any time we go do something objectionable, I need a, an alert on my phone. To let me know when you're tugging it to something that's against God. <laughs> Isn't all tugging against God right I now? Th- I
5: thought so. Can't
2: he read my thoughts? It won't really matter if I'm looking. Why at Why do a I stream. need an app if, right. if God's watching me? I'm pretty sure he's like Houdini. Like he gets in my brain.
5: An accountability yeah. partner. You're My
2: jerk off accountability partner. I need you to be there. <laughs> all right. New rule here. We're all signing up for all it. All right. All and right. We're each other's Found jerk Robin. off accountability. <laughs> you I'm guys are going to put my phone be- on silent
4: because <laughs> your phone. Holy it's it's great. the list
2: will be like <laughs> yeah. a
1: cvs Yep, receipt. exactly oh for
4: god's sakes
1: john okay.
2: put it down it's all objectionable
1: let's take a look at what Josh like. oh god <laughs> that poor maytag man she's been stuck in there for days he's feeding her in the washer he's giving her food in the washer
2: Anything objectionable comes up, your dad knows about it. Jesus.
3: <laughs> well, I guess it's uh, yeah, it's to the next degree of the parental thing
2: on your. Well, I got to hand yes. him this. I got to hand him this. If you truly do believe that God watches you all the time, this is no big deal. It's, it's just that, your well, dad telling point. you. That's why all. Why do you
5: need? Why do you need the app?
2: If it, you well, well
3: here is one thing I do like about it. Not on Ugh. the content side of it, is the less amount of time that you might use on that phone. Because you, well, you're, you're know, going to find other ways. We we log so much time on yeah. the phone. Yeah, use the
2: iPad, or you know, look if there's so much time spent on your phone because you're jerking off, then not not to,
3: because of that, right, but, just but that's the amount all the time would do. of you know social yeah, media and all that. If you can cut down on that.
2: If you could, But that's not what it's sending him. It's not sending him time spent on Instagram.
3: If he's searching out.
2: His objectionable sites. Deformed babies and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yours would pop up. <laughs> or Al Jazeera. Think, yeah. yeah, yeah Brady's would be the scariest yeah, one. At yeah. least I keep it, uh, you know, hetero. Brady'd be like dying of babies <laughs> and kids rolling down hills with potato arms. And the
4: Kenny Loggins.
2: Uh, yeah, that yeah. little weird Jesus limbo heard,
3: man. I haven't seen much of him lately. I don't, Lim- I think limbo Christ
2: gone. was pretty cool. <laughs> But yeah, if you believe Jesus is watching all day and all night, the only difference between that and this is Jesus leaving a note for your dad going, your boy was beating it pretty good last night. He got to see. Yeah, You got a, a note from, hey, it's the Lord again. <laughs> your accountability body is doing it. I just thought I'd pass that on. But if you truly believe you're being surveilled 24-7 and the Lord can watch you beat off, I personally believe you wouldn't do it if you actually believed that. Yep. What a story. and That dude's Third in line. Christ on a crutch. That's North Korea in a jar. Man. Uh, He's got a
3: burner phone.
2: He has to. But then that's your fault too. And God knows about your burner phone. Let's right. give your horn a talk there.
1: <laughs>
2: Anywho, uh It's time for the entertainment drill. Put that in your back pocket for the rest of the day and just assume you've got... An- it's going to cause, I think we just alerted like a bunch of funny dudes to go, hey, yep. want to be my accountability buddy? Get this out. <laughs> I'm going to do it with Moynihan. Uh, I want to know not. what that freak downstairs is up to. You probably don't. Oh. Scott the Bot. Scott the just, Bot. Just
5: is a challenge.
3: Oh,
2: Scott the Bot downstairs in his more long ways. Could you
5: entice him? Could you send him a text and say, hey, more, check this out?
2: More magic underwear porn, right. Scott? <laughs> yeah, I want to be an accountability buddy with one of those nutbags. <laughs> They'd be shocked and I'd be, I'd be more shocked. At least I keep it open.
5: Right. Right.
2: (laughs) God doesn't have to watch me. I'll tell him. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at ReactDefense.com, The home of tactical black self-defense training. Had a guy email me and said his cousin in Detroit or up in Michigan somewhere got, uh, he got out of his car and two dudes with guns came up to him and he said, you're always talking about disarming. We did gun stuff. uh, Uh, when I was there on Wednesday, uh, What do you do with two guys? Give them your car. That's what you do with guys with two guns. You give them your car. The first thing you should learn about when you're being robbed is it's just stuff. I know it's a bitch to think about. Oh, my car's getting stolen. I have stuff inside of it and everything else. Your car doesn't matter if you're dead. So give them your car. There's a chance your car will come back. You get shot. Nope. Probably no chance you're ever going to drive again. You need your spine in one big working condition, and you need your brain in big one a win- uh, working condition, and you need to let them have it. Two guys attack Here's you with keys. guns. Here you go. You're off and running. And there's some sauce motors in the glove compartment. <laughs> and they're full. Help yourself. Well, one of them's full, the passenger side. <laughs> but the, the driver's side's probably been licked clean. Yeah. Give them your stuff. That's self-defense, too, when you think about it. Dude comes up to you with a gun, kind of takes you by surprise, and all he wants is your car. You got off easy. Uh, They teach you all that stuff. It is tough not to be, oh, it's mine. Protect your stuff. Put your flag in your things. But guess what? It's just a car. And you may love that car. That car can't love you back. You may love that car and not want to give it up. But if they shoot you dead, that car goes somewhere else anyway. Don't protect an inanimate object with nothing. Now, if you got a baby in the back of that car, get the baby out, do everything you can. It's a totally different animal. But for God's sakes, man, that's what you do. What do you do? You don't fight it. Now, if you're definitely starting to feel divided, they're going to start shooting. There's ways around it. But first things first, here's the keys. Go nuts. It's yours. It sticks a little in drive. Sometimes the horn goes off. We haven't figured out why. Just hit the button on the door. That's a weird still thing. Still got it's, that? Still got that. Jesus. Don't know what's going on. <laughs> my car just starts honking its horn, and I have to hit the unlock on my door. Uh, you can check it all out, reactdefense.com. They've got all these seminars that teach you these things that are basic, basic, basic principles of surviving stupidity. And it's all around you. I highly recommend their uh, personal training as well. Their private lessons are unbelievable. But if you don't want to do that, class lessons are just as good. Uh, everything's amazing up there, and you can get it uh, right now uh, for somebody in a gift card form. Check it out, reactdefense.com. They've got the gifts. They've got the stuff. Turn you into a sheepdog. Keep you from being a sheep. Wise up. Thanks to reactdefense.com. Brady Entertainment.
3: Michael J. Fox has been plugging along despite the physical toll Parkinson's disease has taken on his body. In recent years, he's broken both arms, one shoulder, his orbital bone and cheek, and one of his hands, which then he almost lost to an infection. He says he's not worried about what the future holds. He says one day I'll run out of gas. One day I'll just say it's not going to happen. But I'm not going out today. Yeah, I,
2: I I'm 62 heard him. Two years old. He said I probably won't see eighty. I'm like, eh, not a lot of us do. He's made it 62. He's had this for 30 years. He got he got diagnosed with that stuff in 91. So he's way past what should have happened, and he's still functioning, which is a credit to him.
3: If you're interested in getting Barbara Streisand's new memoir, My Name is Barbara, it comes out tomorrow. It's 992 pages long. Nope. If you don't want to read it, you can have the audio version, which she does, uh, for you. She, it clocks in at 48 hours and 15 minutes. Oh, nope. Uh, Two days of Babs what? chewing your ear off. Two
2: days non-stop of Babs chewing your ear off. It knew.
3: There's a Barbenheimer picture in the works, a movie in the works. It's low-budget cult movie legend Charles Band. He's making it. It's about Dr. Bambi J. Barbenheimer, a brilliant scientist from Dolltopia who visits the real world and experiences the worst of humanity. Once he sees what's going on, he decides to build a giant nuclear bomb to destroy it all. Ooh. Cool. No
2: word on when that's it's at least a year out. I don't know that I'll see it, because I haven't seen Barbie yet, although I hear it's funny. The Rock and Roll Hall of
3: Fame inductions were last night. They streamed live on Disney+. Plus. Some of the highlights were Laura Dern... Introduced Sheryl uh, Crow, and Sheryl performed with uh, Stevie Nicks and Peter Frampton. Cool. Olivia Rodrigo. really. Willie Nelson performed with Sheryl uh, Crow as well. Dave Matthews. And I heard... uh, Chris Stapleton after he was inducted.
2: Fantastic. Chris Stapleton's already in? <laughs> no, I think he was playing along with oh, it. I was going to say, yeah, already? I, already, I, I hope done. Willie. Yeah. The, uh, the, the news I read that made that the most watchable... Hall of Fame induction ceremony ever is that Kate Bush decided not to go. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I, thank I, God.
1: Don't give up we still have fun. Runnin', running, running, running up that hill. Well,
2: she's yeah, the worst. she said,
3: sorry, not, not happening. Good. She goes, look, I, uh...
2: Don't belong.
3: <laughs> yeah, she said that song got a huge resurgence, right. thank you, Stranger but that doesn't thing. put me to the category yeah. of these folks.
2: Keep her away from a microphone. She's the KDKB of singing. I don't want to hear it.
3: <laughs> Tom Morello was the only member of Rage to attend the ceremony. The band was inducted by Ice T. None of the other ones showed up for their
2: own. And, oh, some political thing? I'm sure.
3: And Andrew Ridgely uh, from Wham inducted George Michael. That's cool. And Adam Levine sang Faith.
2: Probably pretty well, pretty solid. Now it's time for me to induce one of the members. (laughs) (laughs) Induce. (laughs) I'm just bringing one up here. And then Coco's ass better get in next year. I'm burning this whole bitch to the ground. Speaking of inducement. I'm going to induce that later tonight. (laughs) Coco's ass so special that sometimes when I do it in there, I think we can make a baby. There's enough room. So sexy. This is about Rage Against the Machine. No, it isn't. It's about Coco's butt.
5: (laughs) Trust me.
2: What else do you want me to induce, r and HOF? Uh, that's it. We're done. Larry's coming up next. He's got you some money. He's got himself the uh, excellent adventure from uh, Valley Toyota dealers. You pay attention to him in about 43, 46 minutes. He's going to give you a word. You text it in there. He always monitors after 11 how many people stop listening on the site. Stop <laughs> doing that to him. Just stay on. There's thousands of you, and then he sees that after 11, he gives that code word out. You guys text it, and everybody goes about their day, and he loses his mind. (laughs) Stop doing that. Stay on the site. Turn it down. Do whatever it is you need to do. Just keep it on for at least 20 minutes. I know you got lives. I know you can't just glue yourself to the radio all day, but could you help us out a little bit? He gets depressed. Get a lunch shack out of that deal. Exactly. At noon, he's giving more away. You might win some prizes. Hang out with Larry, goddammit. He's good to you. People don't appreciate him. He's a goddamn legend. The kid's good. He's a legend in this town. You'll bring, you know what? You'll feel bad when he dies. <laughs> Jesus, you will. <laughs> when the news comes back that he did himself in a Best Western, you're gonna be like, oh, we should have been nicer to Larry. Why did I? Why did I log off so soon after the word? Get yourself three grand from him. That ain't so bad. And also pay attention because uh, Holmberg helps us around. Operation Holiday Giving is upon us. Military assistance mission is our target. We're gonna help them out. All the details are at 98kupd.com. You can start helping out some of our uh, our troops that are not going to be around for the holidays and help their families have a Christmas. It's all at 98kupd.com. We're happy to be part of it. Military Assistance Mission is an unbelievable organization uh, run by a great lady. Just awesome people over there. So uh, we're happy to help that. We'll give you more info on that later. Larry will help you. We're done. You guys have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. Oh, hola!
1: He's out of control now. I need you, P.T.